Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. I recently discovered the reality of soulmates. It is real. God is a God of purpose. He's a God of intentionality. He's a God of vision. And he wants to be involved in every every area of your life, especially relationships. Because relationships, as you know, will make you or they will break you. They are arguably the most important happenings in a person's life. In Psalm 1, when, when David is talking about the blessing of God, when he starts off the Psalms, he says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scornful. He basically says the key to blessing is to figure out how to align yourself with other people. Your company will promote your life, compliment your life, bless your life, or slow you down. So, when you fall in love with hip hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. All right, so another podcast. This is episode 19? Yes. Episode 19. We just trucking along. Nice. I like the fact that we've been consistent with yes. recording every Sunday. We haven't given up, like, even though we be feeling like it. Because I yeah. think last night we all looked at each other tired, like, tomorrow ain't it. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Should we record? <laughs> it's Super Bowl Sunday. Like, yeah. yeah. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. We, we stuck with it, though. Yeah, yesterday was, like, a long day. It's going to be a challenge. It is. And then Capri was like, well, have we spent too much time with each other? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was thinking, you know, I feel like it's Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. So I mean, if y'all don't have nothing going on, I ain't got nothing going right. on. Why can't we have something going exactly. on together? Exactly together. Cause ain't nobody invited us no more. <laughs> I'm just like, well, see. And I love, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually growing to love like hanging out with y'all and spending know, time with y'all and being around y'all. So like, I think about that when I think about like important <laughs> stuff coming up or stuff coming up, like when contests and stuff come up, I'll be like, I wonder what Mika and Dante doing. <laughs> Yesterday was long, so we did our photo shoot. We did. How'd y'all feel about it? I can't wait to see the pictures. I can't either. Oh, I can't wait. We was cute. We were. I'm excited. It was cute. I can't wait. I think it went really good, though. I think it went really good, too. It was way longer than I thought. It was. But I appreciate that, though. But I'm glad he took time because, you know, I'm not, again, like the photo type person. So I really appreciated him and his wife taking time. They made us feel really comfortable. I mean, you know, they made me feel comfortable enough to right. where somebody just rushing us like, you know, just turn this way and, uh, you know, and, you know right. we didn't have that many good pictures. I think once he edited them, I think we have a lot of good shots. Right. I think so, too. Because I know, like, the way I was standing on the the stair and my body, how my body was turned, I, I appreciate the way they work with me, too. Oh, oh because God. I feel, like, awkward as shit. Like, uh, yeah. some of those poses. Um, a lot I, of them. I know that y'all think I'm the comfortable one, but I'm awkward as shit in front of the camera too. Cause you didn't show it. You showed it. 
How That's about what I said. <laughs> you know, I was scrolling through my phone and that picture of you with your legs open popped up. And Dominique was right there. And I said, oh, I said, I took that picture of Capri. I said, I was looking down at my phone. And the next thing I know, I said, oh, my God. Like, I don't even know when that happened. Girl, they was up there, that picture. But they was cute, though. They were cute. I don't know. I will have to see what they look like. Because for me, I'll be like, eh. From what I saw, yeah, and that's Hardaway Productions, by the way. Eric Hardaway, thank you, Eric, so much. And thank Cassandra. you, and Cassandra. Cassandra. Yes. We appreciate you guys. The prayer she prayed over us. Oh, I've been thinking God. about that since I thought yesterday. about that this morning. I thought about that this Man, morning. That too. was an amazing prayer. That was yes. an amazing prayer. And just, for, just for somebody to do that for us, I appreciate Man. that because you know, not everybody want to see you win, right. see you succeed. And I, I, I felt that was genuine, right? It was, it was a genuine yeah. prayer. And you know what? It is a thing that everybody keeps speaking <clears throat> into our existence, so I appreciate that as well, right? I know because everybody sees something in us, and I. I've, I've said this so many times, like, when people see something in you that you don't necessarily know exists within exactly. you, like, when you're like, okay, I'm not exactly sure I can live up to that, but people see it in you, it makes you work harder, it makes you come and record on it the does. Sundays when you like, oh my gosh, we had a long Saturday, do we For really want to do this, or it makes you keep pushing because you know you had that support of those people that see something in you, and I mean, I feel like that's God, like, I feel like God oh, puts absolutely. those people in your life and just little trinkets, like I it's said, she didn't, nuggets. right? She didn't have to come and say, you know, I feel like, you know, I want to pray that y'all have world travel and yes. that y'all have, you know, y'all are in cities and y'all doing this. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I did. I woke up this morning in that energy, in that space, like God, if that's what you have for me or for us, period, just for us as a group, if that's what you have for us, God, I, I just want to walk. A, I want us to walk into it. Man. And embrace that. So like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, was so dope. With, I appreciate yes. it. If I even take time out to even do a prayer, like, uh, uh-uh, no, no, I was like, oh, she's like, she before I leave y'all, I know. right? Yeah. She was like, before I leave y'all, I need to pray. Yeah, like, okay. And, hey. and we got a new follower <laughs> today because um, when I posted the pictures on Facebook and then uh-huh. I posted the episode, um, uh, one of the girls, Shay, she was like, oh my god, where have this been all my life? She was like, I'm just now seeing this. Is and that who eight, followed us? She she must have created a profile because somebody pro created a profile. That okay, that's create. possible. I'm not sure, but yeah. So we got a new follower, and she hadn't seen it. So see, just but once we get out, you know, we since we're gonna start <clears throat> expanding more on different other platforms. different platforms, I think maybe we'll get more followers because I know people having difficulties as far as listening to the SoundCloud without paying. So. You yeah. guys just make sure you watch out, you know, five different platforms. We'll be posting them as soon as we can. Yeah, I'm trying to get on more free platforms. Exactly. You know, YouTube and stuff like that. And shout out to those who just continue to, if you've paid for now, a SoundCloud okay. membership, because um, my <clears throat> father, Jay Brown, said he had paid for a SoundCloud membership so he could continue to listen to us. And that's what's up. I appreciate that. Like, if you pay for a SoundCloud membership to listen to us, to continue to listen to us, we appreciate that because you didn't have to do that. You could have just been like, nah, I ain't paying for, for this. Because I might have been like, nah, I ain't paying for this. I'm listening to something else. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> so nice. Right. Right, so yeah. I appreciate that too. Like that's that's priceless. That's priceless it support. Is. So we appreciate that too. So if you guys are paying for a membership and you guys are continuing to listen to us, if you've had to pay for a membership to continue to listen to us, we appreciate that too. Because again, like I said, that's priceless. That's not even something that like you know I wouldn't even expect somebody to do that. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that if that's something you've done. So. Um, <clears throat> Me too. Do you have any games for us today? I have no games for y'all today. I'm going to let y'all get creative and start bringing games. 
What about what you, Mika? No, Mika's a game person. I am the game person, but you know I didn't. Yeah, don't ask me today. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was so long. I literally had to like. Oh I'm, I had to set an alarm this morning so I could get up and edit. Um, and I hadn't listened to the podcast because I had a really long week. Like my week was crazy, and then like. I went from work straight into like mocha tea stuff. So the st- like when I would get yeah. off, like getting my nails done and and getting my hair done and stuff like that. When I had the time in the afternoon, in the evenings, that's what I was doing this week. So this morning, I got up and listened to the entire podcast before you know I went in, edited, it, and then you know posted the stuff. But like, um, yeah, no, I didn't have a time to think about that. And then like I laid down afterwards and took a nap. Because I was like, I'm still sleepy. <laughs> I'm Got telling you, I did not. And all week it was the same thing. I was working overtime and every day, like Thursday, Friday. You know, it was just like I had to get something done Wednesday, right. Thursday, Friday. And then Saturday was so, it was like, oh, it was a long week. Yeah, that's how I was And I still too. didn't get no sleep yesterday. Right. So it was like, uh, Make girl, I went on my mama's house after, you hear me? I went on my mama's house after church, baby. I kicked that, uh, 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 uh. All of a sudden I woke up, my mama was covering me up. She was like, girl, just get some sleep. I know you're tired. <laughs> that's a good mama. That's so girl, sweet. she was. She know I was tired. I was tired. Because I don't never go to nobody's house. But you go to sleep, sleep. any Mika. Not my mama's house. You say you never go to anybody's house and go to no, sleep? No, I go to people's house and go to sleep. But I'm talking about my mama's house. <laughs> I was going to say, I heard on. Mika is the sleeper of the I She, she sleeps everywhere. I sleep everywhere. I do. I do. But lately, I haven't just been, you know, but girl, I, I don't go over my mama's house. I normally, me and her keep each other company. But oh, today, after church, I got in that chair. Girl, I was, I've been tired all week, too. And even, I mean, I worked overtime, but just, you know, it's exhausting for me trying to figure out what to wear, what to do, putting the outfits together. That's mentally exhausting for me. I bet it is. It is. Y'all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. The crazy um, part is that's how you put your house together so well. I'm surprised that you like that clothing, putting clothes together gives you that why. much anxiety. It does. I think it's too many options. It's too it much. It probably is. And so when I go into the store, that's like I bought an outfit the other day and it was straight off the mannequin. I, it looked so cute. you don't even pick. You just like, well, that look good. It looked good. I was I bought that <laughs> down to the necklace. Down to the necklace. To the necklace. I was like, this what is cute. Oh, I got some black tights and oh, that necklace is cute. And I got a purse that looked just like that. And I'm gonna wear that outfit. Going. So I could do I could do stuff like that. Like, yeah. but as far as like going into the store with a whole bunch of shit and trying to put See, that's my that, therapy though. I no, like shopping. Not. I don't. I can shop any day, and that's like a you know it makes mm-hmm. me it relieves. It stresses my, me out really. See, and some people it can. It does. See, it makes me feel like if I got a, like a really really bad attitude and I didn't had a really bad day, shopping is my go to. People say that. Yeah, shopping is my go to because I can that. go in there and be like you know and that just relieve make me feel so much better. Once I'll be like. Whoa. Well, I don't know about shopping being my therapy. The gym is more my therapy. Because I get on... Some days I can run, girl. I run that mal out. No, the gym is my therapy. Because I literally be like, thinking about what the hell happened this week. That nigga got me fucked up. I'll be going. That's the thing. I don't even be moving like that. I don't be told, what are you doing? Like, you ain't even really moving fast. But I'm I'm like, it's relaxing for me. I have my music on. Mm -hmm. I don't have nobody from work bothering me. Kids ain't bothering me. This is my me time. And it don't matter if I'm going slow on this machine. Leave me alone and let me go slow. I don't go slow, but I, baby... I don't I be that up. slow. I be, because my music be going. Now, you be mad. 
I'll be yeah, pissed. Yeah, not me. Looking at the girl, exactly. I'll be in a daze thinking about that nigga <laughs> got me fucked up. I don't give a fuck. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's But me. see, you be on some and other be shit, though, running. because you be trying to get, like, fine and sexy so you could post some pictures or show up at an event where he uh, at. That's the type of shit she be on. Well, no, nah, I just be on that shit, like, not to be... Okay, so I work out. I know people be like, you skinny enough, Capri. I get that part. But I work out, so I make sure that, one, I, I buy a lot of clothes, so I'm not getting ready to be trying to move up in sizes or down in sizes. I'm in a size seven or nine in fashion over. I stay right there. And I don't move up or down. And if I start moving up, I get on the treadmill and I run that I shit down. I seven and nine since I was like in fifth grade. <laughs> you know? I was never in a seven or nine in the what fifth grade. What are you in? Girl, probably like a... Really, I could probably wear an 11, but I can't wear an 11 because my thighs is too big. Oh, okay. So I have to go up to a 13, but it's always big around my waist. So your waist, waist is first of all, you got like small waist, thick ass. You got what yes, girls but, around here is trying to get the But, that ain't, but you know the clothes the type of it, though. You know, I probably oh, okay. could wear smaller if my thighs and stuff wasn't so big. Okay. But ain't nothing wrong because with it. Because, yeah, it'd be all big around her. And yeah. then it's, you know, of course it's tight. Make a guy, what yeah. was, most women would say that hourglass shape. Girl, that stuff be. Mm. I've been in the same size for a long time. You have? Yes. Even with working out and stuff. Yeah. Like it never changed. No. So the thing is, because I'm like her, I won't go up in size. So okay, if my if my fourteens get too, if they start feeling a little snug, then I'll eat some salads and I'll work out a little harder. I really, I really would, and drink more water. I watch what I eat. Okay. But and then so then they'll start feeling kind of loose and comfortable or whatever. But it's yeah, and yeah. some twelves. I I'm, I'm exactly. I range between the twelve and fourteen. But I will not go past a fourteen period. Okay. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm yeah. like my my I will not. my limit is a nine. Because mine even eleven thirteen. You know how they say eleven thirteen, and that's just kind of. Yeah. If they had like a twelve that fit good all the time, but you know you can't really find twelves too many places. Right. Shit. Yes, you can. You I don't find twelves. You must shop in the junior where I shop then. Right. Yeah, because you probably shopping in the juniors. Because eleven yes, thirteen is juniors. And on the first of all, look, I'm in the women's. And on first of all. I'm we ain't like me and Mika, me and Mika forever young. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling juniors. Y'all talking about eleven, thirteen, all this. <laughs> Girl, no. Me and Mika ain't more. Yeah, I'm still a junior. No, I'm like twelve. Okay. Yeah. See, I was gonna say because in you know in ju- I guess in juniors they don't have twelves. No, it's fifteen. Rough. Exactly. Yeah, eleven, thirteen. Eleven, 15. thirteen, and fifteen, and I cannot fit a fifteen. <laughs> eleven, thirteen is still iffy because it's big around my yeah. waist. So I wish they would have a twelve in junior. Girl, I haven't. I mean, every now and then I might go look at a junior shirt, but that's you don't even wear junior shirts. Yeah, junior shirts. Okay, at least because I don't really like the women's women's exactly. Shirts. But you know, um, like I wear slacks and stuff to work, and so I usually get those out the women's department. <clears throat> oh, okay, but you never shop in juniors. Not really. Depends on where I'm. No. Girl, I shop in juniors all the time. Forever twenty one yeah. is one of my. Favorite I don't like spot. Forever twenty one. Girl, I love Jeff. I guess at Dillard's. At Dillard's, I'm shopping at Dillard's. And that's because that, I don't go to oh, Dillard's. Yeah, either. I do shop in, yeah. in the Dillard's department at Dillard's. Yeah, but so I just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, it depends on where you go. But I don't like the way Forever 21 clothes fit me. Well, that's probably. Like, almost everything I've purchased from them, I don't like it. I love how Forever 21 fits me. I don't like it. See, I don't shop Forever 21. I do only because, like, if I'm looking for something really quick or I'm thinking of something like. Because Fabric 21 at this point would be equivalent to your Fashion Nova, except they gotcha. jeans don't fit like Fashion Nova. 
And Fashion but if Nova I'm thinking, right, like Fashion Nova, I've only ordered one thing from Fashion Nova. Everything that I'm paying from Fashion Nova, I love. Really? Yeah. I've ordered some pants and I did like the way they fit, but I'll forget about Fashion Nova. Mm-hmm. I don't. Because I think, Hold and on, I so don't know so. if it's like they got hippie and shapey women, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Because. If it good. That's if the culture like, right now, though, if you think about it. I mean, look at Kim Kardashian and her sisters. Exactly. I mean, everybody but one. But even, I mean, everybody is the small waist and the big hips. Yes. Yeah. Like, they don't have, like, that straight up and down like no. that. Is no. So, and it fit good. So, yeah. like, they right. stuff when I buy it, it actually fit good. And I can even get a, I told you that my dress yesterday was a medium. I was happy. Really? Oh, yeah. Right. Your dress is cute. Mm-hmm. That's what Fashion yeah. Nova yeah. I was like, heck yeah. Medium? Yeah. Mine was a medium too from Fashion Nova. Girl, yes. oh, I just I mean, knew I was gonna have to get a that large was sold out. I was like, hmm. I was like, oh, I probably wear a medium. Yeah. Girl, that medium figure. Did it so. stretch the fabric? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked it looked good. There you go. It was cute though. Yeah, it was cute. That was a real cute dress. Yeah. For the price from Fashion Nova too. You gonna wear it again? We gonna go. We gonna go Where somewhere. We, going? we need to find like a gala to go. We to. need to go to yeah. a gala or something. We need to find something. Something that requires us to dress up and go. Exactly. I'm sure, like, like the that. young black professional, like the Urban League, I'm exactly. pretty sure they have. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go to yeah. something. Yeah, we'll It'll be worn it. again. Yeah. That's for sure. I don't we'll know if I'm wearing my dress again. You'll wear it again. I don't know if I wear mine again. I might. My. It depends on what it looks like in the pictures. If it come out and you can distinctively tell it, but you know, my, I don't. Yours have, was cute though. I don't have no problem buying another dress. You know, that's my. See, I don't no, but I didn't. I didn't feel like my dress. It was cool, but I didn't feel like it was like flattering to me. Like, um, it was something right here in the middle of my stomach that I just didn't like about <laughs> this dress. And so I, I thought about it all week, and I was like, well, I could try to order another dress so I can go to the mall. But then I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna. Do what you I gotta do with this dress. Amazing yesterday, yeah. Dante. Like, I didn't like that dress though. It's okay. Really? Well, I'm happy you didn't come with that. Like, if you came, yes. like, with that attitude, with that, yeah. if you didn't, if I think you it came, I had to talk to myself. I'm glad you I had to talk to myself. I had to tell myself, girl, you look bomb in that dress. I had to tell myself Because <laughs> yes. at first, like, you my attitude was dress. negative. I was like, I would look in the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck is that band around that? Like, it was just, oh, okay. I just did not like it. But I didn't see it, but yeah, you looked amazing. Yeah, right so. You yeah. looked really good, but you did Thank good, you. like, attitude-wise. You I'm didn't glad come you with didn't that, come with so. that, because that would have off on everybody. Right. No, I didn't come with it. I Like I said, I talked to myself, and I was like, the pictures are going to turn out great. Like like she said, it's word and powers, and I believe in it. Exactly. And so I had to, like, coach, like, coach myself. Like, you know, the pictures exactly. going to turn out great. I'm going to do great, because, girl, I had to do that. So um, I ordered a sage kit this week. What is that? So oh, you know where you go in and like no, it's like a um an herb that you it's, use okay. to kind of like um remove like the negative vibes from your home and like okay. so you go through and like you're supposed to go through and sage your home. You like do the corners of your home, the closets in your home. Um, you're supposed to sage yourself and like the people in your home, and then it's supposed to help with like the energy in your home. And I was listening to like a um YouTube. Um, about it and she was saying that you know um, you have like negative ions and positive ions and uh-huh. sage is supposed to help create positive ions so we bring in like so many negative ions from like our life and like electronics and different things that generate negative um, ions and so like sage is like one of those herbs that they use to like generate positive ions and kind of build positivity in your home so I got a sage kit this week so I'm going to smudge where did you get it from? Um, on this website, I just kind of looked it up. I'll send you the website. Okay, okay. 
But um, I'm going to sage the kids. And I've looked up a couple different ways to, like, sage. And, like, you can either, like, have them, like, stand on, a, like, a chair and, like, and, like, let the smoke go up over them. Or you can, like, smudge them. Oh, you know, it's kind of weird because, you know, we always think of, like, that kind of stuff, like, witchcraft, witchcraft and stuff like yeah. that. But um, you can also incorporate it, like, within your your religion. Like, so, you know... God, you know, I exactly. ask that you bless my kids and bless my house and bless mm-hmm. my things. You know, you don't necessarily have to be praying to some off-the-wall, you know, person. But I feel like we kind of needed that because I felt like there's just been this negative energy in my home for, like, the last three months. Really? I have. Like, I don't, I told, I don't know if I told y'all, like, one time I was sleeping on the couch and I felt like I woke up and, like, um, the front door of my house was open. Now, Anaya, had, I don't know if Anaya just didn't lock the door, if it was just really windy, but the door opened. The front door of my house opened. I'm on the couch sleep because I didn't fell asleep. And I popped up. It looked like, what in the hell is going on? Um, I haven't, like, I've woken, woken up in a couple of times, like, in, like, an anxiety attack. Literally. Like, I feel like my heart is racing. I can't go back to sleep. Like, something's not right. And, like, the only way for me to, like, calm down or, like, be okay is, like, to go sleep and with the kids because then I feel like something ain't right. Like, okay. what's wrong? And so, like, I've been sleeping in a night's room in her bed, like, or really? I've been sleeping with Legend in his bed. Really? Yes, I have lately. I didn't know that. But I, I know what you're saying, like, as far as... That's what I was telling her, like, about this, like, a lot of people coming in here uh-huh. or whatever, even guests and... um I just feel like I have to, like, pray over the house. Like, you know, because you don't no, know what kind of spirits and stuff people are going to bring yeah. in. And so, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think about, like, the uh, like the sage stuff. It's not really witchcraft to me. It's It, it really boils down to what you believe. And if you yes, truly believe exactly. that this sage is going to clear all the negative energy out of my home, then it will. I believe that it will. I, yeah. I've it, been, like, looking into it so, for so long. So, it's funny that you talk about that. So, you know, they got a store called Nature's Treasures. No. And it's over on, um, where is it? 15th and Sooner. And I was reading about, like, the Rose Quartz. It's like, um, I don't know. It's supposed to uh, breed, like, love and positivity and all this stuff. So I went in there and I was looking. And in this store, they had a bunch of witchcraft, um, archangels. They, uh, they had all type of shit. And so when I was in there, I asked the lady, I was like, because, you know, I didn't want to, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was freaking out. But I'm, I'm looking at all this shit, and I'm like, these demons. And they got, like, um, biblical stuff. They got everything in this store. Um, like potions and uh rocks, like different sure. rocks that mean different stuff. And so I was like, Yeah, I'm looking for the rose court or a court that I mean like a you know, a stone yes. that's supposed to be positivity da, da. So then she gave me this big thick book and it's this real big book that lays out like all this stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I'ma jump to it. So on top of the um the door they talked about witches. Or whatever. And it was a bunch of women came in, I guess, that were there for some type of witchcraft class. A bunch of white women dressed in all black. It was about... And they looking at me like, what are you doing in here? And so, you know, all I could think about, well, I hope these people don't try to sacrifice me. Let me hurry up and get the hell out of this car. <laughs> you told so me so about I, that. I left. Yes. Girl, scared the shit out of me. And I was like, thank you, God. Because I didn't have no business okay. being up in there. But I was she just wanting to look she at the stones. She stayed longer than I would have stayed. Because I would have walked right Because I didn't, want, I didn't want them to think that I was panicking. Exactly. You know, and so right. it's like I try to be calm. And I'm looking at this book. And I'm looking around. Looking at all these little uh, statues. And this, you know, demonic stuff. And I'm like, you know, like, oh my goodness. And so, girl, y'all got up out of there. 
Yeah, no, so I actually... You left without purchasing something? Hell yeah. yeah. Especially when all them bitches, them witch-looking women okay. came in. Girl, no, I had to get up out of there. Because they were there for some class or whatever it was that they were teaching back in the back. And so they were like... And, and the crazy part about it is that that place got a lot of business. Like, the, the little bit I was there, it was people in and out, like, purchasing different books of stuff. Hmm. So it's... Uh. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of question their beliefs, their religion, especially as we go into life and yeah. as the Magical generations stuff, magic, yes. it, it was a lot of that there. Right. As the generations <clears throat> progress, I think a lot of us do question like religion, what does that mean? What does that stand for? How do what do we what does that mean in your personal life? I think a lot of us do have that question about that. So that might be why they flourish. So I have a question speaking of beliefs, what do y'all think about soulmates? Um I yeah. believe in soulmates. I do too. I do. I mean, I I honestly believe that there's a soulmate out here for everybody. You know, I think you should, you would at least have, you know, somebody that, you know, that you truly have that connection with and you have no other connection outside of that type of connection that you have with that person. I, I believe. So you think soulmates. you only have a connection with one person? Because like I was watching this video and he talked about that, about the, um, chemistry you have chemistry with a lot of he's like you get might have chemistry with your wife and go down the street and have chemistry with the woman down the street but he was like it's more to it exactly. and then he talked about connection but you can kind of you don't think you can have, i think you can have a connection with more than one person no but a connection is different i think it's a connection just with somebody that you be like oh he's cool versus your soulmate i think your soulmate put this feeling in you that nobody else does nobody else can make you feel because i've had that feel like and I, I, I honestly think, I think everybody has a soulmate. Now, what I do believe is that you may not, everybody doesn't have to end up with their soulmates. Even though, like, you know it's your soulmate and y'all got this connection, you may not just end up with your soulmate. So I don't think everybody ends up, I bet, I, I bet about 60% of people that's married probably ain't married to their soulmate. So they actually, he talked about that. So he's, um, I'm talking about he as in, um, what's his name? Teray. Teray Roberts. Teray Roberts. And he said that a lot, there's two different types of relationships. There's two types of relationships. One that man put together and one that God put together. And he talked about that. He was like, it's a lot of relationships out here that man is putting together. And it's, that's why it's not even working. Because man put it together. But why, if it's your soulmate, why don't you work with your soulmate? I think, if it's your soulmate. I think we, have, we can have more than one soulmate. See, and I don't know if, I don't know that. I don't, I don't know I believe that. I say that because I feel like you can have a soulmate connection with someone who may not necessarily be your soulmate. Okay, do you believe you can have a soulmate of the opposite sex? Like a friend, like a best friend, they're mm -hmm. your soulmate, yeah. but not... Yeah. And y'all just don't end up together because... Well, no, 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 like we're no, best, no, friend, best like friends. Female, female, like... like to be honest, it's like I've told Dante before, like I feel like she's like my soulmate. Like I feel like sometimes like we connect on a level that gives me like the kind of friendship that allows my soul to feel like it's free. Like I can be in a space with her that not necessarily a sexual relationship. Yeah. Not necessarily yeah, I ain't like that. A, <laughs> <laughs> not that, but I don't think that that's worse. I don't think soulmates are Got limited you. to just a relationship like male and female. I think that you can have soulmate relationships. With people who are of the same sex or who are like your friends or like your okay. best friends. Like, you know, we, we get each other. We we are able to, you know, connect in a, in a, on a level that other people don't understand. Like, I think that 
sometimes you can have that with your friends as well. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure, definitely, with your friends. You know, now that you said that way, would I consider someone? You'd be like, no, that's just the one I tell everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when it's yeah. really your soulmate, you don't soulmate. realize yeah. it. I mean, because yeah. yeah. you think a soulmate is have to be the opposite sex. It has they to have be to be, exactly. you know, like a man or whatever. So. Yes. That's what I said. I think you can have more than one soulmate. Like, um, so I say that because I I feel like um, me and Irvin were soulmates. And I feel like that because it was times like when we were like our souls like connected on a different level of like how things were. And yeah, you were crazy about him. I, he was crazy about me too. And, and they was were, they never us, did. But we never did anything. They never did and anything. we would be, it would be the middle of the night or the early morning. It would be times like, you know, you get up in the morning and I thought about a song and he was just playing that song. Yeah, see, or, that's what I feel right, like. Like, or I yeah. thought about something, and he takes me at five in the morning. I and woke it was up the same type completely of completely exactly. same thoughts, but we're on completely different ways. Exactly. Like you on one different side of the city, and I'm on a whole different side of the city. And but we never ever came together. And it's just I think that sometimes life kind of puts you in these spaces where you can't really necessarily be with a person. And it could have been that because he was in a relationship. He and was in a relationship. And it could be he was in that man-made relationship and not right. the soul relationship. It's, it's true. Right. Because I just feel like a lot of people don't end up with their soulmates. I mean, they can say all they want to, but I bet, you know, in the back of their mind, they'd be like, you know, well, so-and-so, <laughs> you know, I used to be in love with, you know, but they end up with somebody else. And it could. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, but sometimes you have to think about it like this. I think sometimes marriages are businesses, and is your soulmate a proper person to be in the midst of that business? Exactly. And no, I think that it can be though. Depends on your soulmate. No, I don't think that marriage start off as a business. I think it ends up that way, depending on if they're your soulmate or not. If they're not your soulmate, y'all together because y'all got y'all done acquired so much stuff kids and it becomes that right but i but think, I think it, that you could have i think a, that there's a facet of it that's there regardless of if they're there your soulmate or not like i think that there's still a part of you as that becomes a business relationship with a marriage yeah. because there's so much involved in marriages so much that you have to be on a different level and so i don't know can you what if you have your soulmate and my soulmate just can't be in that like i'm i'm leveled up to like all and, the way up here, and, and my soulmate can never that. meet that. Yeah, exactly. Meet that. Like, what And I can't to that see point? myself with you because I don't feel like maturely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we connect at a different level, and you touch me, and it's like I melt. And, you know, when I look at you, I look at, you know what I'm saying? It's like a connection we have that'd be like, it'd be amazing. But me and you ain't even on the same maturity level. But that's level. when you, yeah, that's when like, you, you're like stuck. You're like stuck in no, between. No, that's when two. you just don't be with your soulmate. You'd be like, yes, it's no, that's, nice. But see, some people don't though. They put their dreams on hold because they rather have that feeling. They rather be with their see, soulmate. Yeah, not on, I'm so it's I'm like, what? It, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna chase your dreams because y'all on two different levels, or I don't feel like I'm gonna get this feeling anywhere else, so I'm going to stick in this situation. But then I think a lot of people have chosen to pick being able to chase their dreams and then having someone who can pair with them to chase that dream with them. Who's even, on though that level, even though it's not their soulmate. Even though it's not their soulmate. So that's why, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are married to their soulmate simply because either. your soulmate may not necessarily match you in regards to your level of ambition, your level of drive, where you want to be in life. And because your soulmate <laughs> might not be that person that gets you there, then someone else has to help facilitate getting you there. So when we look at that, do we say soulmates and purpose may not coincide with each other? Because we say that God has a purpose for our lives. So is our purpose higher than the soulmate or the person that he's connected us to? Because when I say like Irvin, like I remember the very first time, it's crazy because 
it's very few people that I can say this. I remember the very first time we laid eyes on each other. I was getting on an elevator. He was standing outside the elevator, and I felt like we was the only people. There. There. Literally. Oh, wow. The way he looked at me. You felt that? The way like, he looked at me. I can remember the first time I looked at him. Like who I feel like was my son. I can remember the first time. I can remember every conversation that we had. And he does too. Mm-hmm. Like, But I know for a fact, no matter what the situation. I mean, I can't. I could never see myself like with him. Building a relationship with him or nothing like that. But when we was together, it was like he made me feel like nobody else like made yeah. me feel. But it was just like. You know, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, this is the kind of space that I want to be in. <laughs> you know, but it, I mean, but it was just a feeling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and if he was on like a certain, a different level, then maybe, but right. I felt like, you know, he was my soulmate, but it was just like, mm Like, I can't see myself yeah. building no family with you or us buying no house because you ain't even on my level. Like, no. Yeah. I used to think my first was my soulmate, but then he wasn't. I think he was just my first. And you, you know how, like, love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, because you know how, like, you just, you really, like, like this person. Yes. And I think the only reason why I did that, because I felt like it was hard for me to get over him. But it was just because he was my first, I think. But then, but like, do you as have I grow, a soulmate? Do you feel like you have a soulmate? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Did, has that, somebody ever made you feel that feeling? Nobody else has ever. Yes. Okay. On a space that made you feel like the only people that could exist in this world is me and you. It wasn't just me and him, so I don't. I never. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been in spaces, like I promise, like I've been in spaces Girl. where I feel like okay. the only people in the room, like nobody else in the room, mattered. like nobody else in the room mattered. Like okay, when I was so, together, so like yes, nobody else it, mattered. It was because you know I felt like we were very different, yes. and, but it didn't matter to me. It, it didn't. I didn't matter care what, what nobody. I thought. didn't care what anybody thought or exactly. whatever. You know, I go in public with you, or whatever. Like I don't care. Like yes. it, so, yeah. I don't know, but is that a soulmate or is that just a great connection? No, but it's the feeling. Like you, you would know. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I I feel like once you've known, like you would know. Like, like for me, like I said, that was just so. Our connection was so strong that, like, if I didn't say anything to him, like, it was almost like our souls were speaking to each other and we didn't even, we weren't in the same space, weren't in the same place, weren't in the same nothing, but everything we did matched each other like and it didn't have, have right. nothing to, to do, do with, with even a sexual right. like yeah type of thing or nothing it was a feeling that they just give you before even sex you like damn right yeah, i would say yes then like i could connect yeah. to you like if like i always question like because he was in a relationship and i was just not and then i was in a relationship and then he was single and now he has a baby so, I mean, we're just in these different spaces. So, like, neither one of us have ever connected. But I feel like if we ever did come in that space with each other, like, if we ever had sex with each other, it would just be, like, mind-blowing. Like, it would probably be, like, what? Fireworks. Because, <laughs> right, like, because I feel like it's just one of those spaces where, like, I always thought that about him. Like, oh, my gosh, if this ever happened or ever occurred, it would be so, like, above every grade of life but i mean i would never care about like where he was and like what he was doing like none of that never ever crossed my mind even though i knew he was doing you know he was going to school and doing good things have you seen him i have i've seen him i've seen him at walmart um around the christmas season because he quit so when he quit um he sent out an email and said hey just to the important people that i'm you know i just want y'all to know i'm leaving and i'm moving on 
And my name was included on that list. So I was like, all right. So I sent a message. It was like, I really, you know, I hope everything goes well for you, this, that, and the other. And um, he was like, all right. So I didn't ask him how things were going, but I did ask him for a picture of the baby. Girl's baby is gorgeous. He's a cute little boy. Is he still with the same woman? Mm-mm, he's with a completely different woman. Oh, man. That's not the baby but, mama? No, it's, no. Um, so he was with this girl that he couldn't, that was just like hella mean, hella crazy, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, in the space there where I was, like, transitioning from my relationship and all this other stuff, he met okay. somebody else. And then they've had a baby together. And he's he's one of those guys that's going to try to be a family man. He ain't exactly. leaving his kids. Like, yeah. He going to be there thick or thin. He was there with that other woman thick or thin. He going to stay with his baby thick or thin. I know that. So, that ain't probably ain't never going to happen. He probably going to marry this woman, be with her, die exactly. with her, whatever. But, like, um, I did see him. As we saw, I saw him at Walmart. I was picking up Legend's little go-kart. Mm-hmm. And um, he was there, girl, and he just followed me around the store. <laughs> and I was in a hurry at the time, so I was trying really hard not to, like, hey, ignore yeah. him. But he was like, you look like you're busy. And I'm like, well, come on, you know. So we walking and talking. And um, then I packed up Legend's stuff and went on out the front door, girl. But I texted him later. I was like, you know, it's good to see you or whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I told him about the podcast. Okay. You know, so, it's things like that, but, um, yeah, I mean, but he is that person that if I ever got into that space with, it would just be, like, fireworks, I feel like. It would just exactly. be the best, because, commu- like, that's the kind of connection we have, like, it's just one of those connections that we, when we are together, it's just us. Like, nobody, like, it feel like the room, like, it's not necessarily, like, nobody else, like, I don't care what nobody you else thinks. You don't see nobody else. I don't else. see nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, just me and you here. Just oh me God. and you here. This just is it. <laughs> like, you, that, that's the feeling. That, that's what you want to have. Right. And I don't think a lot of, like, relationships have, have that. that. No. But is that important? Heck, yeah. I, I think so. I, I think it is very important. What, connection? No, having that level of chemistry where you... Feel like you two are the only people in the room. I think it's important. Now, is it a deal breaker? Probably not, because you're not gonna get that with everybody. Chemistry, right. that chemistry that, that chemistry. makes you feel like. Um, you're right, but is it even worth even going forward though? Yes, because not everybody gonna have that chemistry where you feel like just you and him is in the room. I think only with certain people that can kind of bring that out of you. I think long as y'all have some type of chemistry yeah. on a decent level, it's cool. Right. But I don't think everybody's going to make you feel like it's, it's 50, 50 more people <laughs> in the room and I feel like just I'm sitting two. here. And it's just me. I, don't think, I don't think everybody's going to give right. you that connection. I think a special somebody. will get. I think your soulmate will give you that connection that they makes will, you feel exactly. like... In this room, 50 other people are here. Yes. But everybody else disappears you when I'm me. in here with you. And I think the crazy part is we've been raised on, like, these fairy tale like, thoughts that that's how love is supposed to be. But I do think that you can be in a space with someone where you love them, you care for them. We not necessarily, you know, I recognize the other 50 people in the room. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, we have chemistry on a space where, that you know, we are attracted to each other and we're good. Because that's how a lot of marriages are still, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I love you. I know it's other people in here, but I, I truly, genuinely love you. Right. You know, outside of it all, you, you know, it may not be your soulmate, but, you know, it's the other qualities that you look at and you go with and it is what it is, you know. So do you think that when people are with their soulmates, they actually, like, since I wonder if that's that, that space that makes you never see another man or another woman in the room. Because whenever y'all are there, exactly. it's just y'all. Exactly. 
And so that puts you in that space where you never have to worry if he sees this other woman or okay. if he sees this other man because you're in because you're so zoned and so in love with the thing in front of you that you don't see anything else around you. I think that some men can make you feel that way. I do. Heck I yeah. really do. I really do. I do too. Like yeah. this is the best thing. I don't care if I don't care if the finest man in the world walked by right now. Mm-hmm. This is the best this is thing. Me. I mean, he gonna, you might find him attractive because you, exactly. you're human and you're, you're gonna human. look, but right. you're not even gonna be interested in even entertaining that or even on his At number all. or anything. You like yeah, you know, he's fine, but yeah. that's it. That's right. as far as it's gonna go. Right. That's but it, but men do the same thing. I think they can have the best woman at home be in love. But if they see some bad walk by, damn, she bad. But they're still focused on what's at home. Right. Exactly. So I what feel. if maybe it is not necessarily you're my soulmate, but I have a level of loyalty because I do, like we say, loyalty. I think loyalty will keep you in that space of, damn, she fine. Uh, damn, he fine. Oh, shit, he look good. But makes you think about what you have to lose. Yes, and I mean, that's probably, shoot, the main thing, you know, especially being with somebody locked up. Because all I have to depend on at this point is my, you know, our loyalty. Yeah. Because that's what I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, okay, now, my loyalty runs deep, you know, especially in the marriage, you know what I'm saying? When right. it comes to marriage-wise, you know, my loyalty runs deep. So, in this space that we have, you know, all I can know is think about, like, you know, well, shit, he never, you know... He never left would left me, you know, now being locked up, I don't know who's to say, you know. <laughs> but I just the simple fact us being relationship wise, period. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I I feel like we had some type of loyal to loyalty to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you know, I didn't worry, you know, about what he was gonna do. You know what I'm saying? We just was loyal to each other. So I feel like that runs like Loyalty runs deep in that situation, no matter what. Yeah, right. You know, it's just like you know. Well, shit. We'll figure this out. We'll have to. Yeah. Right. You know, we're gonna try to anyway. And if all else fails, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's my loyalty still run deep. You know what I'm saying? For you, I still got your back, and hopefully you still got mine. You know, if all else fails, because I mean, you know. So when we talk about the soulmate thing with Torrey Roberts, he had like five different points on his mm-hmm. soulmate thing, and um, he talks about. His whole like he has a whole series. If you guys ever get a chance, go on YouTube, look it up. Tory Roberts. It's a great like thing to listen to. Like if you're single, even if you're in a relationship, because I've sent that to people who are in relationships, because I feel like you need to kind of it helps you kind of reevaluate like your relationship and where you at. And like he got five different points of why you feel like this person, like what makes you think this person is your like soulmate. And um, he talks about most of it is his experience or his meeting with Sarah Jakes, who is um, T.D. Jakes' daughter. And so we talked about, you know, younger women dating older men or older men dating younger women. Well, Sarah Jakes is 25, 26 maybe-ish. And she's still that, she's still, how, she's that young right now? Yeah, she's that young now. Oh, wow. Um, and he's like 40-something. Um, he's in his, his 40s. She had a baby when she was like 14. Yeah, she had a baby when she was like 14. She got sure. married again. She got married like straight out of college or yeah. straight out of high school. And she graduated from high school early. So she graduated from high school like age 16. Got like met her second, her um, husband. Got married to her husband. Met her first husband. Met her first husband. So she got had a baby with a boy in like when she was like 14. That um, wasn't her husband though. That wasn't her husband. No. Okay. Um, got got graduated high school at sixteen, went to college, got to college, met her husband, 
um, got married to her husband, and her husband was like in the NFL, but he cheated on her really bad. And then, like, went from there, um, divorced him. They had a kid together, got divorced, and then, like, she was on this, like, I'm just going, you know, keep, like, live my life and not worry about nothing right now and kind of try to grow closer to God and things like that. And um, she met Torre. The first time they talk about meeting, they met in, like, like, in a conference room. And he said he saw her. She She said she saw him. He said he saw her. But they, like, just saw each other and then went on. The second thing, second time they ran across each other's paths, they was at, like, a, con- a church conference because Torre is a um, pastor. And, you know, oh. she's, like, um, not really a pastor because she don't really like to be called a pastor, I think. I think it's just more, she got the Holy Ghost over her, though, but she's one of those people who's just kind of like, eh, that wasn't really what I was going for, but oh, God right. called me to be that, so that's why I'm going to work in my purpose and be for God. And so she was at a conference, and they were talking about how at the conference he um, reached down. They, the the person, the speaker on the at the what's the name? So both of them were kind of recognizing. You know, I've seen you. You've seen me. You know how you kind of exactly. flirt and keep laugh okay. and smile at somebody. Yeah. You know, you he think I'm cute. <laughs> I think she cute. And um, the speaker told them to hold hands. Well, they held hands, and he was he talks about the experience of like holding her hand and how that made him feel and. At the end of the conference, she asked him out. So they um, went on a date afterwards, and he they talk about how they closed down a restaurant, like they stayed there so long, and they was just literally like getting to know each other so long. But she was just this really strong personality. I don't know if you guys have ever like listened to Sarah Jakes or any of her stuff. I listen to some of her podcasts. Some stuff. Yeah, I listen to her podcast and stuff. Like she's kind of got like a personality like ours. Okay. <laughs> So do y'all think like if you feel like it's your soulmate or somebody that you have a strong connection, do y'all think it's okay to ask a that person guy out, out mm-hmm. on a date? Mm-hmm. I would because I feel like we're I moving never felt into, that a way about that. into a different era. Uh-uh. But I mean, you know, we think differently on that anyway. We See, do, I but the thing is, she asked him out and, and it went good for her. He it. went. They went on a date, shut down the restaurant. He said he went home and was. Cause I mean, if it's you feel place? like it's truly like mm-hmm. a soulmate, would you want to miss out? I I honestly can't say that I would ask somebody out, a guy out. On, I couldn't. I've never, and I don't know if I ever would ask a male out. You know what I'm saying? I would probably flirt around. He he he. You know, we flirt but around. What stops and, you, you know, from asking? Like, what what's wrong with a woman who asks a man out? Maybe because I just think traditional. You know what I'm saying? That's that a I guy think. is supposed to ask a female out, and I understand that times have changed. But I think I'm still, my mindset is still, like, traditional. So, so what I'm if thinking, you miss out on your soulmate simply that's because what I'm saying. you didn't so ask him out? Well, I mean, not necessarily because what if it's just not, what if the space and the opportunity provides itself and he just, you just say, hey, I, so the next time we, you know, meet, why don't we just go out to eat or what do we, you know, like, I feel like we put too many emphasis on stuff like tradition. Like, what is actual tradition? And why was that important? I feel like if, I'm sorry, I'm eating a sandwich. I feel like if we have a connection like that, he need to have the same connection. And so, if you feel that if way, if we soulmates, if we really soulmates, yeah. <laughs> and you feeling the way I'm feeling, and you need to ask me out, if you can, if you can sense what's in my brain, like dang, I wish you would ask me out, then you need to ask me out. Exactly. But what if that's not what you sense? What if you sense that I have a connection with her? She has a connection with me. This is a different <laughs> connection. Not necessarily that I should ask you out because if you listen to Torrey, Torrey was in a space where he felt like 
he have he have been having like these different like friends like you know situationships going on and he has just recently asked god hey remove these situationships and allow me to just be in a space with you so you don't know where he's at so he wouldn't have asked her out because for him he says that i pray to god that I was in solitude with God at this point right now. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I feel like I'm supposed to be. And she hasn't, she's, she's done that, but she's over her side of it. So she feels like, I mean, so she asked him out, they go on a date, he leaves and he goes home and prays to God and says, God, I just recently prayed to you and said, I'm supposed to be in solitude, but these are the feelings I'm having for this woman. Then I need, if I ask a man out, I need God to talk to me, tell me, force me. And make it come out of my mouth. But I think that that's the other issue that we have is that we feel like that's how God works. And I don't think that that's always how God works. I think that God just, the way that he exactly. works sometimes is he just says, be open. Then and I'm going to possibly miss direction. it because it's, that's just not my Right, now, move I in would, the direction yeah, that I, I tell you to, like, you know, just move. It. And I think we get so stuck in those spaces where we be like, well, if God want us to do it, then God going to come down here. He going to put the words in my mouth. He going to give me the feeling. He going to make me. No, we talked but about that, but I think that God knows each and every one of us. And so he I does. think that so God think knows you yeah. and he will put that in you to ask this man out. But for me, he know that that's not me. And I don't believe that God would put that put me in a position like that to ask a man out when he know that that's not me to begin with. But what makes it not you is the question. Because if what makes it not you is because of man-made standards, that's not necessarily yeah. one of those things that God knows you. So God created you. And what may be within you may be something that you're not pulling out of you because of what God, what man-made standards have said. Because we say tradition... A lot of that comes from what what man or what it people is. have created and said a man should ask a woman out. Why? Like, what is it that said? Why? What is wrong with a woman if a woman asks a man out? And a lot of it is because we say a woman is desperate, a woman is searching for a man, she wants a man, she putting herself out there. But that might not necessarily I've be asked what a man for his phone number, number, though. You have? I have. When I was like 18 or 19. I was like 19. When it was a dude that lived down the street, I used to drive by all the time because he lived like about six houses down. And I used to drive by and like, damn, that dude is so fine to me. And then one day, yeah. I just thought, <laughs> and I'm like, you are so attractive. What is your phone number? See, I would flirt and I would hope that it comes across where I'm flirting, you know, no, back no, in the day. That didn't. you take that opportunity to ask me. He didn't pay me any attention. He used to drive by here too. All but that's what I said. He, didn't like, pay he probably did pay that. attention. But I but didn't notice. Yeah. But I mean, we don't never, we never really know like what their confidence level is, what exactly. they're dealing with, what kind I'm of true. demons they have, what kind of things that they are having to deal with within themselves. And I think a lot of times we have this mindset that I flirt with him, he flirt with me, he ain't never asked me for my number. Maybe I'm, you know, because I have run across a lot, which has made me kind of stop and say, Excuse me, I'm sorry. But I have been the woman who was like, he got to ask me, he got to ask me, he got to ask me. And then I started realizing that I like I intimidate some people. Some people oh, really yeah. look at me and think that I'm too pretty. Or like if they ask me for something, then I might shoot them down. Or I might not necessarily give them or respond to them the way that they want to be responded to. And so I had to start being like, okay, well maybe it wouldn't be anything wrong with me saying so... What's your name? Like, what's your number? How are you? Like, it's not me giving me or throwing myself at a person because that's the that's the misconception of it. 
a lot of times that's the misconception is that we're just throwing ourselves out there and being that person that just, you know, we, we so willing to do that. But because society has said that a woman's not supposed to at some point in, in time, that doesn't mean that we not. And like I said, a lot of times we are combating somebody else's self-confidence. That's true. So, yeah, I think like when women, I remember me and my husband used to have this conversation all the time. Even if I used to say, well, babe, let's go out to eat. He like, well, you invited me. Why you didn't pay? <laughs> I was like, uh, no, I just said, let's go out to eat. So do y'all think it'd be okay? Like if you actually, if you the one that put that idea out there, Dante, you call your boyfriend, you'd be like, well, let's go out to eat tonight. Should you be the one to pay? Yes. I, you I should be that. the one to pay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we no, talked about paying. that actually. And, um, yeah, because I mean, what if he invite me out and I, I don't have no money? Or I don't have the money, or I don't want to spend the money, and then he's sitting there expecting me to pay. Right. So I don't think that's right. If it's your idea for you to go out, then you need to be. You the think person. so? I'm yeah, not I believe that. that. I feel I like that because that I feel that like it's. Yeah. I feel like if I ask you out to go eat, or you say yes, and we get there, what if you spending your last your your gas money? I don't want to well, be that person, right? What if you don't have that money, and I'm having and that I, expectation that I you can, can probably have that see, but I've never thought that. Girl, I used to be like, uh, yeah, because I was hungry. I asked you, duh, you gonna pay? <laughs> <laughs> but y'all are married. Like, I don't care before we was married. If I say I'm hungry, let's go get something to eat. I expect him to pay. I what if he uh, so? I guess the other question is, what if he says no, he can't pay? And that becomes one of those situations where he can't pay. I haven't been in that situation. I don't. Well, not you know. I guess if I would know, like I probably wouldn't be asking to go to eat if I knew that. But what if you didn't know that you asked to go eat? He was trying really hard like, not to be. But we be dating, like, like we have to be in a y'all real dating a real relationship. And I would have to know. I think I would have. You know, I would. I would know because. But if you're dating point, somebody, you don't really know their financial situation. But if we situation. dating, like I don't know if I would ask the out to eat then. Like let's go get grab some meat. I mean, I have, like, asked people out to eat. But if I ask you out to eat, then I'm going to cover yeah, but, it. See, that's what's up. That's yeah, that's nice. how... Because and, and we just... had that conversation because he struggled with that, you know, for a while. And I said, look, if I ask you to go out to eat, hey, let's go do this, I'm going to pay for it. If you ask me to go out to eat, then I expect for you to pay right. for it. Right. Which is probably understandable. Yeah. You know, because I guess if you ask, you know, right? You don't probably, expect me to have expect, the money. That yeah, you. I didn't want to go out to eat. You asked me, <laughs> right. you know, you know, <laughs> me. and I yeah. think we had like a situation where, um, when we go to the movies, because normally, like, if we go, sometimes I buy the snacks. Well, this particular day, he asked me to go. He bought the movie tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me, and then we to went the to the snacks, and I didn't, I didn't buy the snacks, and he we were both just standing there. <laughs> Looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so who ended up pulling the money out? He did. Uh-huh. He did. Oh, okay. Because you asked me to go to the movies, which is fine. and But we didn't discuss the whole, you know, like, because sometimes it'll be like, do you want something from the snack bar? And if I ask him, do you want something, it means that I'm I going to pay exactly. for it. But I didn't. He walked over there. Do you want something? Sure. He asked me if I wanted something. And so then we both kind of like stand there. <laughs> <laughs> And then he ended up paying like, for it. But then that's when we had the discussion. But that's when we had the discussion. I'm napkins. I'm going to go over and get this napkins. <laughs> right. So then that's when we had the discussion. Like, you know, if I ask you to do something, I don't expect for you to pay and vice versa. Okay. Right. You know, so don't ask me, hey, do you want something from the snack bar? And we get over there and we both look at, at each other pay. like, yeah. uh, Well, I think, yeah. that it's, it's, I think that you run into that common courtesy thing because I think that 
it's only right to be um, courteous of a person's situation. I'm not rich. You're not rich. Exactly. And so I think that there's one of those best. I mean, and I think as we, a society that's growing into this space of realizing that, you know, you trying to get your life together. I'm trying to get my life together. We trying to, you know, build in this space together. Then I should be courteous and not be selfish and not stop and think or assume to think that just because, you know, if I ask you to go out to eat that you just have it to pay for me. Now, if we get there, the check coming, you grab it. I'm going to stop and say, hey, no, I have it. But if you insist, I'll let you pay. Like, I'm not going to fight you for that. But I'm going to come prepared to pay for us. Because I feel like since I invited us, then I need to be... Because I don't know what your financial situation is. And that's true. That's how I look at it. I don't know what you have. And I always do the thing, like, when we used to go out of town, like, you know, my thing be like, okay, we're going out of town, vacation. You know, I would buy maybe... I would pay for the flight. But then, you know what I'm saying? When we get there, you know, you got the room and you got all the spending money. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to contribute something. You right. know, I'm not going to, like, say, let's go out on vacation. But you you know that. Like, if I say I'm going out on vacation, you already knew. Like, if we taking a cruise, nine times out of ten, I'm going to pay for the cruise part of it. Yeah. But when we get there, you got the excursions, you got the drinks, yeah, you, <laughs> you got, got all the spending money. If we go shopping, you got all that. You know, I, I just never expected to spend money once I got there. Now, the prior to getting there, I always handled that. But that's fair, though. But that's that's, that's how y'all work. That's fair. I mean, I think that that's fair because I've been in relationships. Like, my last relationship when we went to Florida, like, I I had previously bought tickets. We had to cancel that trip or whatever. But we used that money to pay for it towards the trip. I paid. I mean, then he paid the other part of that. Then we kind of split the cost of the where we were staying, and then he he had to spend the money for where we were going. Okay. I mean, so that for me, I feel like it's only right. Like I exactly. said, especially if the trip is a thousand dollars, and per person, I'm spending two thousand dollars to get us here. I feel like the least you could do is buy us a meal for twenty dollars. And piece. everything else, <laughs> you know, you know like, what I'm saying? You know, and anything like else shopping, that we need, you know, right. when we go here and we go in and earn these shoes, you be like, uh, you know. You like them? She's like, yeah. You know, I expect you at this point. But I didn't get my part of it. And you know I didn't get my part. We ain't even got a discuss. It was like never a discussion, probably. So You know what I'm saying? So on this topic, though, while we, I know we kind of veered off of soulmates, but um, I saw a post the other day on Facebook, and somebody was like, you have a male friend out of town, and he is purchasing his plane ticket to come visit you. Um, are you going to make him pay for all of the outings, or would you split it? Or would you cover the outings? That was like the three options. If Are you going to make him okay, pay so for it? Who's paying for the ticket for him to come visit? He's, play, he's paying for his own ticket to come visit you. Uh-huh. When he gets here, are you going to pay for the outings? Are you going to split the outings? Or are you going to make him pay for all the outings once he gets here? I'm probably going to pay for the outings or split the outings. Because I just feel like if you took the if you make the initiative to come and you pay for the ticket to get here, and you haven't yeah. a, clearly, unless you stand with me, you clearly, you're paying for your hotel or whatever but exactly. i feel like the outing should probably be on me either be on me or partly on me. i'm gonna say split i'm gonna say split too. i'm not gonna take care of everything but no i'll take care but it, you know it surprisingly it was a lot of women that said that if he comes here he needs to take care of all the outings surprisingly it was a lot of women that said and that. he's already sacrificed paying for the trip in his hotel most likely Unless y'all on a level, I mean, where he can stay like I said, you. that's why yeah, I said it right. Unless yeah, he's staying with you, but even if he's not staying with you, because he's, I don't see anything wrong with splitting it, and I don't see anything wrong with paying for it. Because I guess maybe if it's one of those things where it's my idea to go out to eat, because maybe his own thing was just to come see me. 
Yeah. And he didn't care about what we and did. And he didn't have and a whole, didn't whole lot have of money. Planned but he wanted to see me. But he wanted to see me. Yeah. And I don't mind being like, okay, well, let's go eat. I want to take you to this restaurant or I want us to go do some things so I can show you, you know, my town. I don't mind covering that. But if, yes. like, you come down here and, like, maybe he has an idea of where he wants to go eat or something. Like, I don't mind splitting it. Exactly. You know, but I feel like it's selfish to be like, oh, well, you came down here. Well, you're going to pay for everything we do from this point exactly. on. Like, that's... I think that's selfish in general for a person to expect for a man to pay for everything. Yeah. I think that it, you got to give a little bit in. Yeah. And I would hate to be a man. I'm going to be honest with you because I now see why men don't necessarily take a woman on, on a date. I know that that sounds crazy, but I'm going to say this. Because you have to think about how women think. And if we all think, if it's five of y'all, because remember when we dating, it's five of y'all. It may be five or six or shit. It may be ten. You ain't got to take all of them on the date, though. Okay? But you don't have to take all Some of them on the date. But, it, but, if I'm, but if I'm a man who, who, who was raised right, exactly. and I feel like I need to take women on a date, Think about how many first dates you go on and pay for. It gets expensive. That never yeah, yeah. goes anywhere. So I take never. you on a date. I know a and I spend $70 on this date. That you know trying to impress you. And then it never goes anywhere. Then I take her on a date. And I spend $80 on her date. And it never, if I do that shit so many times in a month. That's crazy. Yes. Like. I, I mean, and some women have this expectation, like you want to find women who have the expectation of, you know, maybe we go for a couple of drinks, you get a couple of shots at $12, you know, I get two $6 drinks and then we can walk the park. You would hope you run across a couple of them, but some women feel like you need to take me on a yes. full out, come pick me up, Expensive take me to the movies, and take I'm me to go like, eat. I'm going to look like, now we ain't got to go there. You know, we ain't right. got to go there. I'm but it's some women out yeah. here that that's what their expectations are. You're they taking are. me... On a date, you taking me to the movies, you we doing all of this extravagant shit. Exactly. And that's seventy, eighty dollars a night. And that's several different women at a time. Oh, yeah. Now granted I don't I know that I shouldn't like be in a space where I feel bad for that man. But I do if you're a man, I feel bad for you because I feel like damn, like if you, you got to budget that into your monthly income every yeah. month. Like, well, in my after dates, a while, dates, well, dates yeah, but, but how I dated though, like if he paid um, date one, I usually pay date two. Oh, that's what's up. But yeah. what if y'all never get to a date two? But do you get know what I'm saying? No, I get it. So if you, I got a date one with you, a date one with you, exactly. a date one with me. That's three women. But I've even did Dutch, that's like where I pay for myself because right. if I like, if, yeah, like if if it was somebody where it's like, eh, mm. because I didn't want to feel like I owed you anything. Because, okay. you know, some dudes feel like you, you owe them something. I remember talking to a coworker, and I was telling him that I went on a date with some dude, like, five times. And he was like, shit, he need to be hitting that. And I'm like, why? Because he didn't pay for five dates. So what? And, but some dudes equate, I didn't spend this amount of money on you. You need to give me some ass. Because men spend like money that. for ass. I hate to say, like, I know that women act like that so weird and out the, out the box. Exactly. But let's just be real. If you're not giving ass, okay, we recording, baby. Hold on. If you if you have, if you, I'm giving this much, I'm doing this much for you. I'm gonna get something out of this, and most of them do that. But okay, so men equate how much they have to do for a woman to get her ass. Some of them only yeah, got to do. do 
a date. Some of them only got to do one date and they get your ass. It and depends they... on how expensive the date. If it's an expensive date, I need some ass at the end of the night. Are you but some of them, some of them, a lot of men think, think like that. that. Yes. I'm doing this only because I want something. Most men come into the, and if I ain't never got to take you out, yeah. that's why you get those ones that Netflix you can just come chill at my house. Netflix and chill. No. If I ain't never got to take Look, you out. I ain't even got to buy you nothing to eat. You hear me? We Netflix and chill. Hopefully she ate before she got here. <laughs> because Netflix and chill don't start to 10. She should have already ate dinner and she should come over for And I might buy a bottle. I, I might share the bottle that I, I used this me? weekend with my homeboy. I still got I a half got a bottle left. in there. I'm just going to pull that up and then we're going to watch this movie and hey, hopefully we're going to get Maybe I get a little loose and then she'll give me what but she exactly. But you know, I entertain people that I probably shouldn't be entertaining. Y'all know that when yeah. I was dating, and like, he'd be like, he all right. And, you know, I'll just go on a date. But sometimes I would just go ahead and pay for myself. Like, oh, I got it. We can, we can split it because it, I don't even like you like that. And I don't even exactly. want you to even be thinking so y'all anything ain't like that. no ass on obligation, like no. feeling like you just should give some ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have no obligation, but I have did, like, if he bugged me enough. <laughs> I don't look. Oh, that's yeah, that's, then that's what I'm talking you about. You know, some people like yeah. okay, that, you, is that different? And bugging you and bugging uh-uh. you. So you, you took like, me out uh-huh. on a, you didn't took me out on about two or three days. <laughs> now I haven't did it in that case, but I have did it where they didn't bug me enough they and I'm like, God damn. And let me just, give him some okay, like, so pity pussy. I have maybe. I ain't never no, I ain't never give you pussy, <laughs> pity pussy, pity on, pussy on you begging. I have but I have like if I go on about Four or five days, and you didn't pay for all four or five of them. See, and I haven't still doing this. In that I may feel some kind. I may feel like okay, maybe mm-hmm. I'm being a little difficult. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm just going to pay for our next day. Let <laughs> me just go ahead and return this paper because I don't even want to have to have sex with you. But yes, I but have. But you're had... giving out ass when they bug enough. So if they bug you enough, that's fine. Depends. Like you're like, Fuck, leave me alone. <laughs> have, now, I'm not lying because I have done that. Yes, like, I leave have. me the hell alone. Like, here you go. Yes. No, see, Especially I, if it's a I'm, long, like I'm a long time, like maybe Man. some years, maybe like or, twenty years. Like, like leave you just want to do it for that? Leave uh-uh, me alone. I ain't like, never gave nobody. Alone. I ain't gave no ass on the on the spite of the fact that you bugged me. The fuck, I'll block mm-hmm. you and get rid of you at that point. But and, and usually, if I do, it's because I kind of like you, but I ain't like completely bought into the idea of liking you but you're not a bad person like relationship wise i don't you know, see I'm us not in a relationship, in a relationship. Yeah, but you're cool but you cool and i like the day so like when we go out like i have fun exactly. i go home if i get to about five or six i might be like okay let me no i don't i don't feel obligated this. not in that area let me ease into this and make him feel like you know uh, make no. him feel okay <laughs> like, yeah give him that extra push for that six days right yeah, nah. <laughs> and i'm like Mm-mm. like like me giving away yeah because uh, you bugging me is better <laughs> <laughs> y'all giving it y'all giving it out for free at least yeah. I, you know, I got about six got days out of it i didn't say it was, i mean we probably like we ain't got some drinks or something i had to loosen up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. I mean, but yeah. you know, you yeah. got women that have been like, hey, okay, it's been about six or seven days. I know he, you know, he keep He's getting me to, it you know, he keep getting me to the front door. Yeah. You know, he keep, keep getting me to the front door, and I give him that hook. I still like you later. <laughs> Text me when you get to the house. Text me and let me know you're safe. <laughs> Thank you. All right, then. Great. Like, mm. You know, and then I go on in the house like, all right. So what's so at what? Um, so we talked about soulmates. Let's go back to soulmates. And um, Torrey talks about um, being whole. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to y'all? What do y'all think that means when we talk about being whole? I think you would have to just know yourself initially. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
how can you actually pour into somebody else if you ain't got nothing to give your I mean so I felt like I was whole when I got into my relationship because I was free I was comfortable with being single I was I was I didn't feel like I needed a man. You know, some people get exactly. a man because they feel like they need a man. I feel like at that point you're not whole because you're still like seeking something. You're you're missing something. And I didn't feel like I was missing anything. Like I felt like I was happy. I was um, you know, I went on the cruise with my kids by myself. I was comfortable with that. You know, I would go to a bar by myself. And a lot of people can't do stuff like that. Go okay. to the club by myself. So I was doing a lot by myself, you know, and I felt like I was whole. I it, it was like you know, if I had a man, I did. If I didn't, whatever. And so, I felt like... I mean, that's how I feel. Like to, like you said, to know yourself. You have to. Spend time And not being yourself. broken. Right. Being, I think it's um, um, it's funny because I was... Um, I went to lunch with my bio this week. Um, and we, you know, we were it's talking crazy about... It's called a minute. It is. <laughs> and she said often, too. With my bio. Like, it ain't nothing. Um, okay, first of all, y'all have to understand my background. I have a dad and I have a biological father. And my biological father was not present, did not raise me, did not help my mom raise me. And I have my dad who raised me. And then after my mom and my dad got a divorce, he paid child support for me. I was not his kid. You know, so I felt not biologically his kid. But he took on that responsibility of no, that's fine. It's just the way you say it. That's all. That's the funny part. My bio, because it's weird. Because people are like, "Wait, what does that mean?" Like, because I don't call him my dad. I know that that sounds weird. I know that people are like, "Why don't you call him your dad?" But I feel like my dad earned that title. Title. He earned that. Like you took me on at the age of like four weeks old. I never knew him as anything different until I was twelve. And at 12, someone else came in and said, oh, that's not your dad. You have a completely different dad, a completely different father. But at 12, he was still continuously taking care of me. His family has taken care of me. I'm on people's wheels in and inside of my family. I have their, I carry their last name, you know, so... I was about 12 when I found out I had a biological father. I still never knew who the person was. And about the age of 14, I said, fuck him. If you don't want to know who I am and all this awesome greatness of who the fuck I am, then fuck you. You know, there's somebody here who's taking your place. You say he listens to the show? He does. And he's, <laughs> I've told him that. <laughs> I have told We've had this discussion. Okay. Um, and I told him that. Like, you know, then fuck you. you but you but fathers me. do that to themselves, though. Right. Oh, yeah. And he you put know, himself yes, in that position. And I hate to be that person to him, but... By the time I was 18, you know, is when I met you. Now, I met him at like 16, but he was in prison at that time. And then, like, I met him, met him at 18. And by then, hell, I'm grown. I didn't, my dad didn't taught me how to ride a bike, how to drive a car, how to, no, I, I get you it. know, shape myself. Yeah. So that's, you don't thought, get that. You don't earn, you didn't earn that. My dad earned that no, right to be that person to me. So I know so that when it's you weird. talk to him, you call him by his name? I don't. I call well, she was, when know. she talked to me, she called him his first and last. <laughs> but on the show, she called him bio. <laughs> it, it's weird because if she I like, talk to you, to my, said, like his first and last name. It's different because <laughs> I don't know how to call like because my dad is my kids. Papa, he's there. Exactly. Like he's, I mean, he's the person that my kids call Papa. So we do call my biological father Jerry Brown. I call him at his first name. It is not like a disrespect because I'm learning to have a relationship with him, but I'm 36, you know, and you talk about all these 36 years of my life. I've had a dad like 
somebody who raised me, took care of me, who my kids call Papa, who constantly, even despite all the things that we've been through, continues to still be in my life and my kids' life, is still, it's different. I'm, I'm never going to disrespect his position. I give stepfathers, and I always say that, the most highest re respect to that because you took on something you didn't have to. And after my mom and my dad divorced, he could have said, fuck you, you're not my kid. I don't, I don't owe you anything. You know, everything that I did for you was because I was with your mama, and he still didn't do that to me. So he gets that respect from me, and I know I call him my bio, y'all. It's weird. It's how I cope in my life with it. And he don't, he's not my dad, though, you know. Um, and he said that before a couple of times. You know, he understands that. We have a, we're building a relationship now. My kids know who he is, you know, when I talk to my kids about him. But we've had struggles even in the relationship that I've had with him now. It's a lot better now. But that's with age. He's learning how to be a parent. And that's, you know, something that he's learning late in his life. And I give him respect for that because he could have said, fuck it, shit. I mean, exactly. you got a daddy be with the man that you call your daddy, you know. And he's learned to love me despite that. And he still learned to accept that part of me. Um even though it may hurt him part of part of who he is because yeah. that is hard to look and say, well, my child has somebody else they call daddy. Yeah, but like I said, men do that to themselves. And he so did. So you got to look at that long-term. How's right. it going to look long-term when you're being a deadbeat to your kids? Right. I mean, like my dad, like my kids, like Devin thought that my dad was my uncle. And I don't know if it's because he huh? only lived here. I know, it's weird. <laughs> he was like, I thought that he was your uncle. And I was like, no, honey, that's my dad. But they call him Papa Danny. And so I think my dad feels some type of way about them him calling them, them Papa, calling him his Papa, name yeah. um Papa, but I mean that's just you know it is what it is. So right. I mean, and my kids still even to this day, Legend like has Anaya has more of a relationship with him than I than my son does. But even my son like doesn't have like a my son has a relationship with his Papa and his grandpa, and when he talks about Papa and grandpa. He'll tell you the difference. Grandpa got hair. Papa don't have no hair. Grandpa, Papa wear glasses. Pa, grandpa wear glasses. And they, he tells you where they live. He's not talking about my biological father. Because he doesn't have a relationship with him like that. And it's not because he couldn't have a relationship with him like that. But because he's still, like I said, learning to be a parent. Like learning to be parents to us. So to be a grandparent, you have to extend yourself beyond us. But to be able to have that relationship, you know? Yeah, because my mama learned at some point. But my, she did. She did. My dad, like, you know, he's always been a life, but, girl, my kids, girl, you know, girl, they, my mom, girl, they just be like, they be, you know, I be like, your papa, they be like, who? <laughs> <My daddy." laughs> yeah, and that's how my kids are. I mean, of course they know. Like, who? I mean, father. you know, they know he my, you know, my daddy, but, you know, really? they just be like, right. yeah, because, you know, he don't really... He's not like a hands-on grandparent. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. Girl, you know, we go see him, we see him, or if he's at, you know, over there at my grandma's, we see him. But yeah. he's not, like, if I call him and ask him, he's going to jump to do whatever I, we need him as, like the kids need him to. Yeah. But, like, if I say Jaden got a performance or Javion got a game, he's never seen them play or nothing. Okay, right. Like, okay. you know, whereas, you know, they like, you know, whatever. But that's, I'm telling you, that's why the only person that has actually ever seen them do anything is my mom. You know, okay. even with her being out, you know, she used to take time I pick, you know, so nobody else has, like, not my husband's side of family coming to see. Well, just recently she came to see, but they don't, oh, okay. they don't be involved. Girl. I mean, you ask a night legend who my daddy is. 
they gonna tell you they pop Yeah. I mean, they don't, don't have no. Like, you know when people say who is who? Who your mama daddy? Ask Legend who my daddy is. Unless you gonna say <laughs> my papa, where your papa live, and he gonna point to my stepdad, and we, that's my dad. Like I forgot. How did we get off? I know. I'm sorry. Right. I got anyway, off topic. So. But no, I was telling him. Yeah, yeah. And I said. Well, no, I was telling him. Um, okay, so let's go back to that. So I was. We had lunch on Friday because I've been trying to actively have like these relationships. Um, and try to like foster these different relationships that I've had that are broken because um, a part of getting to know me, I went to therapy and I had to start working through some of the things that were issues for me. Exactly. And part of that was the relationships that I've had with the men in my life. And, um, you know, I've had my, 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 well, he asked on Friday, like, well, why do you think you don't, you're not married or you don't, you're not with the man? And I had to tell him that I feel like I didn't, even with my stepdad, like even though he was who raised me and took care of me and all of that other stuff, um, I still never have had a significant man in my life who played the role of this is what a man is supposed to do and this is what a man looks like in your life. Like my mom and my dad got divorced when I was 12 and they had one of the messiest, craziest divorces ever. Like they hated each other probably until about five years ago, literally. They hated each oh, other man. for that long. And so it was just one of those situations where I didn't get, like, this is what a man is supposed to do. This is how a man is supposed to treat you. This is how it's supposed to look. Right. So I do think that a part of being able to be whole as a woman and find your soulmate is stopping to figure out, or even as a man, let me say that too, is stopping to figure out some of those things that are creating issues within the relationships that you have. Exactly. Because I do have issues with, like, attachment and, like, um, people leaving me. Like, abandonment issues, I do. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I have, like, abandonment issues. But I feel like the men in my life leave me. And so... And that can be an issue. Which and that's something that, is. yeah, and it yeah. can roll from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship. So, my last relationship, um, if I take responsibility for my part in that relationship, because I think that that's a huge part of... Create, creating wholeness within yourself is recognizing what you've done and what you can do to be different in your next relationship. I had relation, I had an issue with feeling like he was going to leave me because every person before that had left me. Um, and so I was like, well, if you leave me, like holding on really tight, you know, being really crazy, batshit crazy about shit, you know, um, picking fights to see how much you care about me and Stupid shit, you know, and when I get to the other side of it and I say, you know, part of the reason why, not necessarily saying that we didn't make it because of that, but part of what made me um, miserable with it was that I wasn't secure in that relationship and I felt like he might leave at any point. And I never really stopped long enough to say, what's wrong with you that makes you feel like he's going to leave? And is that is something you need to stop and check this relationship because maybe this isn't the relationship for you if you feel like at any point this person can leave and leave you and your and, and your kids and and that and you so you're holding on to this so tightly exactly trying to hold on to crap like I was holding on to shit that I should have just let go of and that's again where we said that the man you know God putting somebody in your life versus us want to right. be who you want to be with you know what right. I'm saying. Right. It, it ain't it ain't your soulmate because you're trying to force something that probably shouldn't be. And you right. should just let it go. And you should just let it go. Right. You know, which, which is easier said off. than done. By no, the way. it definitely yes. is because you know, don't get it twisted. You know, I didn't. You know, you held on to a lot of relationships you probably oh, should yeah, let go absolutely. years ago. You'd be like, what the hell? Yes. Like I didn't been in this thing for. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, but you know what I'm saying? But you do, though. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? Like, and we hold on to it for different reasons. Oh, our kids know the person. Yes, or like a lot of people right. in marriages, I feel like, you know how they you be married for the kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people be like, you know, we just it's just going to be easier for us to stay together until these kids is 18 and they gone. Right. And then we can separate, which... Does, I, I I get it. I get the whole fact of trying to make it work for the kids. I do. I get it. Because I, I was so. not raised and, you know, my parents probably divorced when I was probably in sixth grade, seventh grade, something like that. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because I always, you know how you look over to them, it probably was maybe one or two people that you knew in your whole little, that mom and dad was still together. So right. I get it. Because I forced, you know, mm-hmm. that would be my thing. I'd be like, you know. I got, you know, I, I'm going to have that family I did that. Thing. Yeah. I, tried, I tried that because you know, that was my mindset. It. I didn't have that. Exactly. And, and, and I, I wanted, wanted it. it. I wanted it so bad for myself. I, I I prayed all the time and I was like, oh, I wish my mom and daddy would get back together. I wanted that family structure in my yes. house. And so for my own kids, it was like I'm going to give this to them. But it's not always healthy. It ain't. It's, sometimes it's healthier just to let go and co-parent and be and happy with one real. another and do it like that. And right. not try to force the issue. Because, I mean, a right. lot of people force it. I mean, if... You I mean, be because unhappy. I feel like people don't recognize that you are, you may be damaging your kid more by forcing a situation and trying to keep a situation together than you are by letting it go and you guys co-parenting. And I don't think people recognize that. We are trying so hard to hold on to some relationships and we don't recognize the difference between holding on to relationships and holding on to healthy relationships. And because exactly. in our community it's lacking so much, then we get to we get this. We have these babies with people that we probably shouldn't have had a baby with, and then we feel like we're supposed to force this relationship with these people we that are were not work. created yeah. for right. us and don't have our best interests at heart. Talk bad to us, mistreat us, talk treat us crazy, and we trying so hard to make it work. But what are we showing our kids that people are supposed to talk crazy to you, mistreat you, and talk bad to you because you got to remember that you are the example of what they what they are seeing and so if that's the relationship that they see then you can't be mad if they duplicate that in their life that's true and i think a lot another problem too within our communities we have babies too early with people that we really don't even know yeah and we having babies with people out of of the lust stage yes we in lust and we're like oh you know he never gonna leave me and then by the time you get to know him you're pregnant or you got a baby like what they saw it was that feeling for the moment right it's the feeling for the moment but that's that's the thing like even with the soulmate thing it's like when how do you know how do you know but, you know, but i think that's with the, the soulmate, it don't leave it you. don't go and away goes but, away. but lust it will lust after, it after, will. after a few months you like so we've been saying six months is about the time when people start showing their true colors Probably. About six months. I when they start months. showing some parts of their signs. Signs. Yeah. Or they, they kind of like layers are coming off. Yeah, start, layers start coming exactly. off. But I think it takes years to get to truly know a person. And I think that what we need to be treated, to be having these conversations when we come to, when it comes to our kids and relationships and things like that is take your time. You have nothing to rush for because if it's truly a uh, forever thing, you have forever until you, or until you pass or until you die, whatever that looks like. If that person is truly, truly meant for you, then you have enough time to have your kids and so do you be linger around though? Do you just that's shack what I was up just with about them? To say. Okay, so I mean, then that's the thing. Ten years in, you like, and he like, yeah, I'm still not ready for this. But then you have to stop and ask yourself if again we said soulmates may not necessarily be who you need to end up with. So you it's may true. need to. So somebody else may come into that picture 
who has a better mindset, who recognizes that marriage is what you need and deserve, and that's what you need but to do. But then do you link up with who who you want to be with versus who God uh, wants you to be with? You know what I'm saying? Is it Does it become a man-made relationship at that point versus God-made relationship at that point? So then... Because you're not waiting. You don't want to wait. We talked about another point that Torrey says, that Torrey Roberts says that, is, that you get a divine sign, and that he got a divine sign when he married, before he actually decided to date Sarah Jakes, that he got a divine sign from that. Was it the gray shirt? I don't know. Where's the gray shirt coming from? I don't know. The gray gray shirt shirt is coming from from somewhere, but I think they had a date. Somebody had a date and they were like, maybe it was her. And she was like, if he has on a gray shirt, I know that he's the one for me. And then he walked in with a gray gray shirt. shirt. It might've been him. And then he went home and prayed about it and felt like God spoke to him and like whatever. But I think that that's where we have to have this. Okay. So this is the other thing as we say, um, is this man made or God made. And a lot of times we want God to be, in line with what we've decided is for us. Exactly. And of course that um, And God is saying, nope, that ain't what I have for you. Uh-uh. So it's funny. I tried that though when I heard that about the whole uh Lord, if he got on a gray shirt, the, you know, if he walk in here with a gray shirt, no, he was for me, right? I tried that. He had on a totally different <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, and then we still be like, Okay, God, okay, I get well, it. I mean, did you I meant I'm God. If he's for me, if he's for me, let him have his color girl. He yeah. had a cost. Okay, maybe next time. Look. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll get it to the next time. But that's the thing. He I didn't. think that sometimes God okay. what we say to uh what we say and sometimes and I say this. How much how many of us are willing to be alone for the rest of our life? Because what if that's what God has for you? Because in the Bible it says it is greater to be alone than it is to be with them to be with someone else or to be married. It is better to be alone because then you choose nobody outside of God. But when you're married, then you have to be in consideration of your husband and your spouse and all this other stuff. And people ain't gonna be alone. No, but that's the I thing. I disagree though because I think that um, sometimes God will put you in a position or make things so uncomfortable within your life to where you don't even want to deal with nobody. Because I know it's, oh, yeah. it's some women who don't even want to deal with a man, don't want to share their space. And I think that God have they went through so much in their life to where God made it that way. I think God put us through things to where you know He'll make us uncomfortable make us want to deal with certain things and not i mean just like say we're dealing with baby mama issues some women don't mind getting into it with baby mamas me i don't want to get into it with no baby mamas right you know so i think that he'll set things up make it so uncomfortable to where you like you know what lord i'm gonna just i'm gonna just go to church and praise you every every sunday and i don't even need a man a woman right a lot of our mom like our friends moms yeah we haven't seen them with me like your mama i've never seen your mama me neither <laughs> no, real, like you yeah. know what I'm saying. Some people, I guess, just end up. You know, they do end up by themselves. But are yeah. you willing to accept that? Because that's the other thing. You know, we talk about God's will for our life and the way that God's will is set up in our lives and the way that we, we just want, want to, to accept be. God's and we will, want yeah. to, you know, God. It's your will, God. It's your will, God. Your will, you know, God. You but what if God's will is, you know, what you are one of my soldiers that I really don't need for you? Because whenever you're in a relationship, you're distracted. You don't see me. You don't praise me. You praise me different when you by yourself. You worship me different when you well, by yourself. Well, which is why it's important for me to be with somebody that worship God with me. Because right. I don't want to be... Because exactly. I, I think that it all matters with who you with. You right. can praise God all you want to. But if you got this negative person over here, why are you going to church? Why are you, why exactly. are you praying all that stuff? And then eventually you're not going to pray as much or go to church as much. But if you have somebody on the same level as you, I think that it'll it'll all work That's out. You will still be real. able to praise God. That's where right. equally yoke come in. You have to be equally right. yoke. You have to be. Right. Right. And so your, your soulmate should be 
be equally yoked with you. He so your soulmate should yeah. be somebody who's on the same level or if not more. So when we talk about wholeness, not necessarily just um, I can do things by myself, but I'm also in a relationship with God that gives me the ability to discern between whether or not you're somebody I should be with or someone I should not be with. Exactly. And then I also have this discernment from God that says, um, that I can listen to him. I hear his voice when it comes to you. So I do have the divine, I do have his divine calling. And he has said to me, this is who I want you to be with. This is who I, who's going to bring your purpose into life. Because I think that we also need to recognize and we talk about soulmates and we talk about partners and we talk about significant others. Um, your significant other and to Ray Roberts talks about this should be walking in a direction that helps you fulfill your purpose. I can see that. Oh, absolutely. I'm because if that. your purpose is <clears throat> not fulfilled by walking with this person, then why would God, why would God put that person in your exactly. life? Exactly. As your significant other. Because if God's purpose is to create through you his purpose in this world, why would I then put someone with you that is not able for you, not a, not going to help push you to that purpose? That's true. And so he talks about that. Um, like I said, it's a really, 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 really good um, something that you should listen to. Like, I shared it on Facebook and I shared it with um, some women and they enjoyed it. That's really good. I I've listened it. to I have it. to go listen to it. I've listened it. to yeah, it, listen to it um, before. And like I said, Torrey Roberts and Sarah Jakes give me, they give me life. I love <laughs> listening to them. If I could attend a church, I would because they, they located? they're in um, Colorado and then they're in L.A. But I do listen, like, throughout the week. I will listen to some of her sermons. Um, I love Sarah Jakes because she's just, she's young, but she's been through a lot. So she has a really strong voice. And she's been through a lot of what we've been through. I mean, though, we 10 years we should over her. Never ain't that far. But she has um, a yearly annual, um, like, women's conference. Oh, we should go. Yeah. So one, one like, yeah, if we one decide to want to do it, like, go yeah. to Denver and, like, do it. But they've had, like, she had a, 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 a women's conference last year. Um, and I feel like it would be really powerful. Like I said, I love her. Um, I love listening to her, but he does say that. Like, you know, if you have to also t take into consideration that if you'll get that divine, that divine information from God, if this person is who God has willed for you. And a lot of us, I think, like I said, just because that person is your soulmate, like I said, I feel like you can have more than one soulmate, but just because that person is your soulmate doesn't mean that you're supposed to be with, with them. them. No. And I think yeah, a lot so of times, I don't know if God has talked to me yet then. And you know what? And I and I have struggled with that issue because like yeah, before I, I got married, you know, we put off the wedding like twice. Right. I struggled with that issue. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm forcing this and you know, probably ain't what God want me to be, but then your heart tell you one thing and then your mind telling you something <laughs> else and you like, Well, we got a kid's you know, he's he's a good provider and we got kids, you know, so you struggle with it. You do. You know what I'm saying? And you it's don't a know. hard thing. Yeah, it's you don't, hard. It's hard as hell. You know what I'm saying? You like, you know, because even, maybe this ain't for me, but you know what I'm saying? That's but, the thing, like you said, you don't know if it's, sometimes you don't know if it's God talking in your heart. Exactly. You because also you have to remember you that know. even if it is God and God's will, sometimes some of the stuff you go through in that situation make you stop and ask, like, is this really truly God's will for my life? Exactly. Like if my like even if he is my soulmate, this is who God put in my life. Some of the things we're going through in this space is this really truly what God has for me? Well, I felt that 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 last situation or whoever wasn't for me because it was too difficult. 
And I feel like if a situation is too difficult, if it's, if it's too, too hard, difficult, if it ain't it's too easy hard. to be in, yeah. yeah. I mean, everything is going to have a little bit of work, exactly. but it should not be difficult. Right. I don't believe relationships should be difficult at all. And if it's difficult, it's not for you. I don't think and so. And so that's, I mean, so now like that's how I look at things. Like if it's, if it's difficult or if I feel rushed or, you know, like you trying to rush me into something like, you know, to me, it's not a lot. I mean, we also have to think about this, too, that even the things that are hard that are hard in your life with God have a way out. God always gives you a way out of it. He always leads you through it. He always tries to figure out. And then he allows you to see why, why you went you through, through it. it. Yeah. Why you yeah. went through it. Right. So I think that we also should be keeping that in mind, too, in regards to relationships. Like, if we're going through this, and granted, it may be really hard for us. It may be a difficult space for us, but it's not the most difficult like i'm not forcing you to praise god in the midst of this so i'm not forcing you to be you know actively involved like we are walking through this together and we're you know it's hard for us but we are still going through it you know yeah, because it I shouldn't be difficult it's, yeah it shouldn't be the most hardest it should be the most difficult <laughs> thing you're going through. for real like you feel like damn it's like if it's a teeth, job right? it's like oh my god like it shouldn't you go like to work that. and you got to come right. home and you feel like you doing double time like it shouldn't be this it hard feel no. like if it got to be a relationship and it got to feel like it's a force issue and it got to feel like we like really forcing this issue to be together like it's like oh shit right. you know right yeah it, it shouldn't be that mm-hmm. hard right and then if it's yeah i don't think god has set up to us uh, set us up to be in misery and if i just don't believe that i don't so. believe that either so not at all. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's been a good discussion. It has. Yeah. I don't think we thought we was gonna get this much out of this. We didn't. We didn't. We Y'all, said. <laughs> we sat down and was like, uh, we're gonna try this and see what works. Okay. It worked though. It, it did. did. So um again, Torre, it's spelled T O U R E and then Roberts R O B E R T S. And it is on YouTube. It's called the Five Keys to Identify Your Soulmate. Yeah. It's a really, really good um, YouTube. If you get some a chance, now mind you, it's it's a little long, but you know what? I don't I believe in think like patience and things. So I'll listen to something all the way through. It's really good. Yeah. To me, I think it was a really good um sermon. Um he does give you some really good information through that sermon and just how he identified his soulmate now mind you it may not be how everybody identifies their soulmate we all gonna identify our soulmates a different way but it worked i think it was really good i want to say dante mother did you send it to you might have sent it to it. me yeah, and i, I sent it to my mama and i sent it to my sister and i sent it to my people. sister okay. and some more people i didn't send this i mean that was something i lived by for a minute i was living by a That's right, how right. I was okay. good. you gotta listen to it it's I pretty great right. because yeah. he gives you he references you to that song by kelly um what's her name um uh, dear no one. Yeah, dear no one. Um, uh, what is her name? Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. I know. Her um, yeah, it's a song where he just basically was just like, you basically need to get into a space where you're by yourself. Like you recognize that it's okay to be alone, because I think some people do have an issue with just being, being by alone. themselves yeah. and being alone and dealing. Because if you can't deal with you, who else the hell want to deal with you? I mean, y'all got to think about that, though. You know, if it's hard for you to stop and look yourself in the mirror every day, to expect somebody else to come in and deal with you every single day and you're at your worst, right. and you can't even deal with you at your worst. That's true. That's, I was going to say but you don't have your phone. I just... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I lost my phone in, today. Email yeah. it to her. Maybe she can get it yeah. away. Lost my phone. Hopefully, I'll have another one by tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. 
Cause I can't live without no phone. I don't mean to cut y'all, but I, y'all, y'all know I got, right. I got all kinds. Boy, I can't live without no phone. Lord knows, I don't even know how to make it out tonight. You calm over here without your I phone. I am calm, but I'm tired. That's okay. why I'm it's just exhausted. And then today, weekend. you know, but tomorrow I'm probably gonna be freaking out. Like, oh, I can't wait to get out work, and I got overtime all <laughs> week. Do you? I gotta work from open to close, so it's like open to close. What how many hours is that? Seven to six. Okay. Oh. That's that ain't the worst case scenario. I've worked from seven to six before. I know that sounds. It just mentally. Draining, it sounds you know, long. Just, I know it sounds mentally draining and yeah. long, but I've worked. Literally but I've been doing it so. But if these people right. keep speaking of our podcast as positivity, you won't have to work all there. The you phone. go right. You show right about that. Jesus be a rock. Mm-hmm. Speak it into existence. Hold on, cause y'all see my annoyance. So okay. I was gonna say that before you. I mean, I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off when you was talking about your relationship. But you know how we talk about speaking stuff into existence, and you said you kept having the fear that he would leave. Do you think you created that within your relationship? Because we talk about how words are powerful. Yes. And do you think you? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you thought it so much that it, it came to pass. Like, yeah. some stuff would come to pass because you yeah, think yeah. it. Yeah, I do. I do believe that I was so obsessed with the fact that he might have left that he truly left. Because they say what you put your energy into it, it expands. Yes. And I think that... I think I put that so much into my heart that I felt like that and that it... The universe then translated that and it came it's to pass. okay. Yeah. All right, you keep thinking he gonna he leave? leave? He gonna leave. All right. right. Yeah. And so I did feel like, oh, this was going to be something that was going to happen. And I just kept like, I was, I was literally, yeah, I was stuck there for a while because I just, um, I dealt with, and it wasn't until, um, a few relationships before. So Legend's dad was probably the first relationship where I had someone up and leave in a significant space. And that, that took a whole toll on me. And you know, like women, we just keep going, you know? You just get over it. Yeah. I mean, you know, people just expect you to just get over it and go on with your life and pack up this nice little bundle of joy that you just had that's called a blessing and go on, <laughs> you know, like live your life, yeah. you know. It'll and be okay. It'll be okay. You'll yeah. get over it and da-da-da. And so I did that or I, what I thought I did. Yeah, it was rough for you, though. Yeah. And I it was really it rough. Was rough. I remember it was really rough. It was hard because that was the first time I had been in a space like that where I loved somebody like I did and they left me in a time where I needed them most. And I went through a lot, you know, when I was pregnant with Legend, you know, losing a job and then having to get another job and then losing a car. I mean, I just went through a lot when I was pregnant with Legend. I mean, there was a point in where we were kind of temporarily homeless, you know, like it was a lot like bringing legend into this world is probably the craziest thing i did because even bringing a nine into this world wasn't that that strenuous or that hard but bringing legend to this world was a true test of like my faith like i had to stop and like and you were skinny like when you were pregnant like you didn't even gain any no because i was so stressed out yeah yeah i was really stressed out and it just was really hard to just like go through and so like when that happened again like i said i never really dealt with it i just kind of just packed up and I guess what you only do. Right, you know, because I mean, I had this baby that I had to take yeah. care of. And we talking about 11 years after I didn't had Anaya. And at this point, I was really hard on myself because I waited. I mean, Dante can tell you that. Like, it was, I was scared. Like, I was like, no, I'm not having no baby because I didn't want the same situation I had for Anaya with this baby, with another child. Like, that was just my biggest fear. 
And then this relationship turned, or this situation turned into a worse situation oh, really? than it was with Anaya. Because even, a, I mean, Anaya's daddy tried to, I mean, we was young, but he tried to be there. Legend Daddy didn't try to be there. <laughs> like, you know, not to be, you know, what it was. Yeah. It is what it is. But he's trying but, now, right? You know, he's he's definitely trying now trying to be now. there That's for Legend, matters. you know? And so, it just was hard. And so, like, I did have to have some level. Uh, I did have to have some level, but no, that's true though. But I truly had to. That was a traumatic situation for me, and I truly had to work through that. So I had to sit down and 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 literally listen to like I had to talk to a therapist about that. Yeah. Like, why does this bother? Like, why is this? Why am I in this situation with this current relationship that creates this fear for me for people leaving? And that's what it was because I hadn't really I didn't deal with that before. I took walk into this relationship because I had told myself I'm not gonna be with nobody. Da da da. da. Then he came. He came, and then a lot of his situations and even that. Like I probably should have left that situation. I should probably left that relationship alone way before. You know, pregnant probably. Not not this, no because well yeah let's just yeah yeah I probably should left that too. But my second my relationship after that I should left that alone too, and I didn't. I held on to it because he knew my babies. We always hold on to some. Sh- Especially when they meet shit. your kids. Right. Oh, now that is. Oh, he knew my babies, and I was like. Because it's like you wait so long for somebody to meet your kids, and then they meet your kids. And I was right. like, meet your kids. And they like, what? <laughs> 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 Baby. Baby, that ain't shit. Listen, it didn't work out. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. And you hate because, to tell kids that. But I mean, you know, you think about all the disappointments you had as a kid. And Man. you don't want to give that that's what to it your is. kids. Really? Because and it's that's a why, that's, again, why you be in them relationships. Right. Because you just don't want it to happen for your kids. Right. You don't you want, want so them. much. You want so much for them that you didn't have that you don't think really like, mm, this ain't no good situation. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. Right. And so that was what it was. Like, I had that disappointment. And I didn't want my, I don't want my babies to have that disappointment. Although, I mean, I feel like whatever God's will is for their life. Because I think about the situations in my life that's made me stronger as a person. Man. I mean, so you got to think about that, too. Sometimes God's will is that, you know, you don't necessarily grow up with a dad and that you don't necessarily have that. And so that you can speak to other people who don't have that and give them courage and encouragement and help them move forward in their situations exactly. to know that That's even true. if, it can you know, be done. it can I believe, be done. Yeah, I believe that because yeah. I think my, my situation and circumstances made me a better person. All right. Mine, too. You know, they made me stronger and independent. If right. Anything. Right. I mean, I can speak to that. I can say I can tell people, you know, I get it. I get that. But I do think that there's sometimes that you need to stop and say that it exists. Exactly. Yeah. Say that it bothers you so that you yeah. can so you, you can figure out how to deal with it. True. Because if you don't, then you I don't think you are a whole person giving someone else. I think you just you can you go into these relationships, continuing to drain other people. And they pour yes, from their whole cup okay. into your empty cup and and yeah, drain it. Drain. I, can't, I can't give you no more. I ain't got no more to give. Do you think do you think whole people attract empty people though? Sometimes. Yes. Okay. A lot of times probably. I know a lot of times broken attract brokenness because it's like you know, like they say, like negative people attract negative people because they can they have somebody yeah. else to complain to. So it's like we just gonna sit here and complain and we, we don't got nothing. <laughs> You know, so it's like that's why I was wondering. If yeah. But what if you? What if you're the kind of person who feels like, oh, well, maybe I'm in this situation to help you out. So that's where a lot of women go wrong, in. Yeah. Because we always think we can help a man. Yep. I can make it and build a man a because we 
see his potential. Yeah, exactly. That he don't even see in himself. Yeah, so you pouring from your whole. So you pouring from your whole cup into his empty cup, and he don't even see the potential in himself. So I can't make you see it in yourself. He start draining. You hear me? Get the hell up out. Get the hell out of there. The difference right between in. motivating and enabling, we talked about that last week. Y'all have to know the difference between being a motivator and an enabler. Mm-hmm. And I right. think that because we are created to be health mates, that we think that every situation is something we can fix. Mm-hmm. We go into that fix. It's funny because Courtney said that we was cut, she was curling my hair yesterday. And she said, I always automatically go into, what can I do to help? I said, you know, that's so funny because I do too. But I had to start, you know, but... I think, again, it is getting to know yourself. And I think being whole is knowing that I have the tendency to go into situations and want to fix. So what can I do to pull myself back, to allow myself to be different, to, to figure out what what really needs to be done, if this is something I can help with or if this is something I'm enabling. Yeah, but or... me, I'm the type of person, I help you if you're help, helping yourself. If you're not even trying, like I don't even yeah, have time no to point. even be dealing with you. But if I see you making an effort, then I'm going to make an effort to help you. Well, see, the difference between you and I is I have like the social work mind. And so I see a promise in everything until it drains me sometimes. And so I have to be really careful to draw boundaries there. Why I say I can help you to an extent, but my help can't go any further than that. And I have to be okay with that because then I start feeling bad if you get to a certain point and I can't help you beyond that. So I have to draw boundaries with that. I do have to work with that because I do. I, every day I'm working with people and families that have less than and who don't have a source, a resource. And I'm supposed to find some level of hope in this. And not going to lie, I do in my heart feel like, oh, everybody has... This, but that's where I tell y'all, like, I have those moments where I, like, God, and I know it's God saying, you know what, Capri, some things you can't fix. Well, I, I can see that because kids are involved. Well, not just necessarily just kids, but people. I always would be more for kids because it will, I'm trying to help these kids because the kids didn't ask for this situation. So let but me then try to help. if you go beyond the kids and think about the parents because we because they got their they got their some kind of way. But if they trying to help themselves, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. But yeah. we we assume that everybody can help themselves. No, if they're trying. But if we assume that everybody can, and some people never got. The level to the level of you can help yourself, and I know that that sounds crazy, but you have to recognize that if my childhood resembles what my kids' childhood is looking like, and then they my parents' childhood resembles what my childhood looked like, and it's a cycle. No, I know, and so but I don't think right. Some people use their childhood as an excuse, and I just I, I don't know, maybe I'm not compassionate area, compassionate area, but you cannot continue to use your childhood for as an Please excuse for the rest of your life excuse. because you see you see you watch TV, you see all kind of different examples around you. Yes, your childhood shaped certain things in your life, but you cannot use that as an excuse. But again, that's where you have to, to not stop. do certain stuff. But that's where you have to stop again and deal with that trauma that occurred to you Absolutely. in your childhood. And that's why I said that I think that in order to be whole, we have to stop and look in the mirror of self and decide what are some of the things that I've been through in my life that I need to overcome, period, so that I can be the best me that I can be. And I think that we don't always do that. 
Because if it's hard to look at me, how do I expect somebody else to look at me every day? But everybody don't care about self-improvement and self-development, though. Because a lot of people don't understand because it's hard to look at self. If, I, if I'm a crack, not this, I mean, if I'm on crack or I'm on drugs, or I'm out in the streets and I'm letting this man touch me and this man touch me. And if I, even if I'm not on drugs, if I'm the kind of girl who likes attention from all these different men... Let's just say that because that's the new thing. Social media and getting out there and putting your ass out there and this man gets your attention and that man gets your attention and da 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 da. At some some level of point has stopped and had you have to stop and say, why do I want that kind of attention? What in me makes me feel like I need to be validated to have that kind of attention that I need my ass all over the So hopefully the somebody is listening to this podcast yes. that does that and and they're able to stop and ask themselves exactly. that question. Because that's the thing. I don't think a lot of people realize it. They post, post, post and they like all this attention but I don't think they ever stop to, to say to myself, why do I want all this attention? They don't question it. Like did I All they know is they want like, it yeah. and they like it. But, right. but exactly. why? It, it's it's not even a reason behind it's it. It's a reason right. behind it. So yeah. hopefully somebody is listening and they're like, okay, damn. Right. She was just talking about me. Right. I mean, even if you just don't, like, you think about in relationships, if you're the needy, needy, needy person in a relationship, like, why are you that way? Like, you know, you can't, like I said, you have to stop and think about that. And even if you can't work through that, as African-Americans, I say this all the time, we hate to stop and say we need therapy. But some of us need somebody else to help us process why. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and that was something that I was able to do is some self-reflection of saying, like, why? So I do recognize some of the things that I do. Like, I do recognize that I am a helper. And I, in therapy, I realized I have to draw boundaries with people. And I have to not feel bad past that boundary. Like, if I can't help you past that, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not coming to dri- I'm not driving to your house to come get you to pick you up to come back to my house because you ain't got no car. Not my fault. Yeah, <laughs> like, boundary. You know, like, I don't, I, I can't sleep with you on your mattress on the floor because you got shit-ass financial situation. You know, you don't understand your financial, you know, what it's just to be, to takes to get a damn bed in your room and you buy all these Jordans. Boundaries. I can't go no further. I, I can't. Thought, I thought we just talked about last week. It was good. You was with ready to lay on <laughs> <laughs> Lay on that mattress. You was ready to lay on that mattress. Well, and 
my house ain't peaceful. I'm just not. And so if those are the relationships you're walking into and you're not realizing that, look, maybe I'm the I'm the fault in that. That's true. Because I have to say, I, I wasn't the most nicest person in the world for most of my relationships. And I barked and yelled and exactly. screamed because and that was how. Yeah, right. that's what, as long as you because I think we right. have the tendency to point the finger. Like, and everybody he didn't is. do, he didn't do, he yeah. didn't do, he didn't do. Right. When we don't take but responsibility for what yeah. we did. Right. I didn't got to a point where I guess maybe you get old enough and mature, mature enough anyway to realize, you yeah. know, like I had some type of. I had something to do with that. You know, right. I had yeah, some foul in that situation. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, just admit it. You know, right. admit your own. Admit that and figure that out. And maybe you need to spend some time looking at you and figuring out why do I do that. To be in that goes back yeah, to the point. To maybe sometimes you need to be alone mm-hmm. to figure it out. Yep. And then find yourself. And then find yourself. Or run into yourself. Or run into okay. your soulmate. Or let it. God bring your. Hold on, because if God brought that man in that gray in that gray shirt to Sarah J, so He can bring that man in that black shirt to you. Exactly. Because so, my soulmate supposedly showed didn't show up in the color. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't your soulmate. It wasn't my soulmate. You know? Okay. I think it was just a connection. Exactly. Right. Good connection. That was all. But that's what I was telling. I know we about to uh, close or whatever. But I remember telling him about how when I've talked to people, because I'm like, I could talk to 10 people and not feel a connection to none of them. Or talk to 10 people and feel a connection exactly. to one. Like, just because you talk to a lot of people don't mean you connect. Y'all might have good conversation. But as far as, like, a connection, like, that connection is something But you totally conversate different. with a lot of people. See, I'm I do particular about my conversation. So, when I do conversate with a person, um, if I have a deep conversation, like, if my conversations are good and I can get my... Like, that's where my connection comes from. But I'm particular about my conversations. With but I can people. have good conversations with a lot of people and I have a connection, though. Yeah. I have yeah. to be careful. Like, I have to pull my. It won't back. feel like anything at all. Because like, it, it can be different things. You can get yeah. different from them. You know what I'm saying? Different conversations. And that's what I tell from, them. You know, different people every, give you different, different things. Yeah. And I, and I probably this have person, to pray about you that. you can talk about business and we can talk about, you know, life. And, you right. Know, back, right. And then this next person is just somebody that, you know, that puts that smile on your face and how, you know, your day. and I, yeah, Or you make you laugh. Different. You know, exactly. But everybody, ways. everybody going to give you no connection. That's for sure. Oh, heck no. Yeah. That's why I don't understand how people be in relationships so fast. Uh, in and out of them, in and out of them, in and out of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, because that's the, some people love lust, that lust feeling. Exactly. They chase it every single time. I, I ain't never been so in lust with, I ain't never got to that point. Okay. I just, I've never had that where I went. But again, it takes a while for me to even sit down and have a conversation with a person because I'm particular about that. I uh, had them kind of connections with everybody, which is why I can have sex situations. You know, we got to work through that because I can cut it on and cut it off as long as I ain't intimate with you and personally having no conversation with you. But I'm particular about who I have conversations with because I take stuff on. <clears throat> so I, th- I just I'm really careful about that kind of thing because I pray for you. I, I You know, if I if I genuinely care about you, I have a conversation with you. Cause I want to know what's going on with you. I, you know, I want to know more about you. Exactly. You know, kind of thing. So, if I don't want to have no, if I don't have no conversation with you, I don't care yeah, I'll much. just be talking, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she, no. now she was like, you can just talk to anybody. I really can. Just talk to anybody. Okay. Yeah, I can't. Anyway, mm-hmm. thank y'all for listening. It is episode nineteen. Again. We appreciate y'all for rolling with us this far. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we got something big. We I know we keep saying it, but we building y'all up. Yeah, when we when we post it, y'all will be like, all right, they came exactly. with it. What is it? 
Our pictures. What? Our pictures? <laughs> okay, okay. What? Our pictures? <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah. We did. We, we I, our dad photo shoot yesterday was amazing. It was fun. It was tiring. Um, I'm going to have to pray about that because if this is what I want in my life. Man. I thought about that yesterday. Was like a job. <laughs> it, was it was like a job. it was a job for him too. Yeah. It was definitely a job for him, but it was like, you know, that was a day. Yeah. yeah that took our whole day. Well, well, it made me feel good that he had to coach you too. Cause I thought that I was gonna be the only one awkward no. there and not being able to take pictures, but he had the coach maker too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? 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 I'm going to do that. And the first time I tried, I fell. Like, oh, okay. I think I just went in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. And then they got up there and was like, oh, okay. No, that was hard. So he was like, he, said, he was like, walk down the stairs, but look at me. But I had to look at the stair. I can't look at you. Like, right. And so that's why I would step. So you down, want me to look at him? Right. <laughs> you want me to hold a straight face, walk down the stairs. And not look down. Exactly. And look at you and pose and switch. So I my hats off to any model who's doing this on yeah, a regular basis yeah. as a living. Exactly. That made me have some respect even, for you. Even like the awards show when they be walking down them stairs yes. like that in the hills, baby. Oh, honey. And they never look down. No. I couldn't do that. That stuff was scary yesterday. That's so like, you know yeah. what? We gotta practice it. So maybe we need to go to the Hall of Fame on our heels. Okay. And walk down the stairs because we hold on, cause Trey said we're gonna get some Emmy. So we need to learn. Gotta walk down them stairs. I'll have on some lower heels. <laughs> I'm not with those. Look straight ahead. I struggled and walk. Oh, I struggled just with that too. Baby. I struggled, baby. And walk down the stairs. He was amazing. Though. He was amazing. He was great. He was amazing. Yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was fun. Shout out to Eric and Cassandra. Yes. yes. Hardaway Productions. Hardaway yes. Productions. So once you, since once our pictures are posted and y'all see our the end results, then I hope y'all go and listen to uh, you know follow him too. and you know so, um, you utilize him for his um for his services as well. Like I told Dante them, I think it's enough at the top for all of us. So come on, Eric. Come on with us. We'll take you to the top with us. We don't have no problems doing that. Another black-owned business. Yeah. Exactly. And one that was very professional, did everything we needed, didn't have any issues, extended his time, didn't complain. Like, and didn't charge us And extra. didn't charge us extra. Like We had about four photo shoots. Like yeah. Said. We had a lot of photo shoots. We was there for five hours. And we said two locations, but really we had two locations within even that one. Exactly. Yes. With upstairs. Yes. Because yes. we wanted the skyline and we wanted the cathedral. Yeah. And he had to move all that stuff. And was upstairs. And, we and then, then the thing popped in his face. And I mean, he still oh did God. not complain. So like I said, his wife didn't complain. She was there the entire time. Like and that's she was business. happy too. You know, she was good because, you yeah. know, by a certain time, I would have been like, listen. <laughs> yeah, and she never act irritated or ready to go. Babe, I'm not ready to go. Not I'm not hungry. Right. We she ain't was, ate lunch. Right. Yeah, yeah, she was awesome. She was good. I mean, like I said, that's that's business. Now, that's let's business. not just say black-owned business. That's business. business. And doing business, and when you do business with people like that, they refer you to other people, and they don't have a problem saying, look, utilize that person because they're great. They do this. They do that. They, exactly. they don't have a problem with giving you their business. He communicated well i mean it even went over in time and never complained about any part of it so i think you know i thank him for that i thank him for you know just allowing us to be a part of being being willing to be a part of our experience because this is new to us it is um and so he was excited to be a part of it which says so much about us 
Right. Is that he was willing to step into it and be a part of us. So he like was. I said, you know, y'all y'all don't understand how grateful we are to those who come to us and say, you know, I want to be a part of what y'all have yes. going on. You know, um, that's big. So that is big because we have been having people that's that has wanted to be a part of what they we have, have going on. That's so. just been encouraging, and they have their Amazing. own things, and their platforms are a lot bigger than ours. So, yeah. like, just the fact that you see our small little platform, okay. you know, never despise small beginnings. Uh, recording in my living room, right? Recording <laughs> in my living room, uh-huh. so, right? <laughs> Nineteen episodes, we barely got it going. Okay. You know, we doing what we can, but then for people to see, they have platforms bigger than ours who've been doing this for years upon years yeah to stop and say you know we appreciate you we see your platform we want to be a part of that so we appreciate that too um anyway y'all can hit us up on ig mocha t underscore podcast facebook mocha t podcast um twitter mocha t podcast and gmail for any bookings mocha t under uh, mocha t2018 at gmail.com Again, it's mocha t two zero one eight or two thousand eighteen at gmail dot com. I want to every. I'm okay. sorry. I just want to not, not just for bookings too. If y'all have questions or concerns about some of the stuff that we talk about, um, y'all can hit us up on the email. Y'all That's can hit us up on any platform if you have questions. Even if y'all want to DM us, right? Know, DM us on Facebook, got Instagram, our Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, or Instagram. Y'all just feel free to shoot us a message. Right on any of those platforms, you can. If you got anything, you got any concerns, questions, or anything. And then every Sunday, we're on SoundCloud. Exactly. Mocha Tea. And we are working to expand our um expand our platform. So be looking for us on other platforms as well. Again, thank you to those who pay for this um SoundCloud. We will continue to post on SoundCloud, but we do want to be able to try to reach reach everyone. Um so we'll be utilizing other platforms. But if you pay for this platform, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. And we are out. <laughs>